These things are good. Ice cream and cake, a ride on a Harley, seeing monkeys in the trees, the rain on my tongue, and the sun shining on my face. These things are a drag. Dust in my hair, holes in my shoes, no money in my pocket, and the sun shining on my face. Yo, what's up? It's your man Big Jew, nigga, beat nuts in the house. Word up, Queens, nigga. It's the barrage. You heard? Big shot, my nigga Brian. What happened? Nerd. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? Hey, John Hulan, fuck you. Uh, That's when you like the, condu- the conductor and you do the wrap up clasp noise you know yeah wrap it up b that's what it's called <laughs> wrap the wrap the fuck up, up. orchestra wrap that shit up b <laughs> the sign is simple yo wrap it up wrap that shit up b so yeah we're b- i'm just laughing because i open up <laughs> i open up my phone and it's on youtube Oh, yeah? And the last thing I watched was a walrus blowing himself. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I watched was two dudes uh, making fire with an oar. And, uh, headbanging? You know, headbanging. Yeah. And I didn't understand it, but I enjoyed it. The beach sent that to me, too. But I'm laughing because, too. you know, you think about, like, like my band and Live from the Barrage YouTube hits and, like, how many we get. And you look at this walrus. And it's walrus. The, the walrus. title of the, t- the title <laughs> laundry later. walrus walrus. The title of this video is uh, simply walrus sucks own dick. <laughs> and it's got two million one hundred fourteen thousand seven hundred and thirteen views. What the fuck am I doing no, wrong? No, my faith in humanity has now been restored. Because two million people watched the walrus blow himself. Oh I my! Think that's the right move. I gotta, what do you got to do? You got to who do you got to blow to, yourself gotta, in this town? Apparently, we got to retitle our YouTube videos. Exactly. <laughs> you got to get some pencils in your mouth and blow yourself and make yourself a tusk or something. Go go to uh, YouTube and uh, watch a walrus suck his own dick after the show. Oh my I god! Give it away in the title. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what's gonna happen. I'm waiting. I'm like, come on! Why isn't he sucking a dick yet? Oh, 30 seconds. I don't have time. Come on, blow yourself. Yeah, it was a minute and 30. Yeah, Forget it. It's like, come on, parts? blow yourself already. <laughs> a minute and 30. It's like the gone with the wind of walrus sucks on dick. Wrap it up. <laughs> and you got to see this walrus's dick. It's got to be three feet long. Easy. Wow. Unbelievable. Three feet long, three feet, three feet of penis. Oh, easy. Really? Oh, it's ridiculous. He's holding on to that's it with a, two that, hands like that's this. What he's like, that's, a, that's a nice amount. <laughs> I'll show you. Okay. Come, over, come over later and I'll show you uh, <laughs> my videos, some videos I have. 
<laughs> lock, lock ourselves in the cellar. Yeah. I like three feet of penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? Three I forget. Feet of penis I forget. This is my least favorite Taylor Soul. Right? I was gonna say I forget what I forget what band put that album out, but I wasn't a fan. <laughs> three feet of penis. Yeah. De La Soul's eponymous. <laughs> Uh, thanks. We're back live from the barrage. Me, uh, myself, and my three-foot cock. <laughs> <laughs> three is the magic number. Yes, it is. Three feet of whale penis. <laughs> walrus penis. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's walrus. 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 Look at that walrus. Essing its own D. Oh, my God. Are you videotaping? I am. The guy's like, yeah, I'm videotaping. It's a walrus sucking its own penis. Of course I'm videotaping. And you hear a light smack in the background. (laughs) What do you think this is going to happen again? (laughs) I think Steve V was on the... uh, I think people are YouTubing it. That's a massive member. It was pretty straight, too, I gotta say. Dude, I need to see a screenshot. Pretty straight penis on that walrus. (laughs) I need a screenshot of the walrus dong. (laughs) You got to see it in, in person. Really? And this is a, this is another video. You know who posted this video is Christopher Kazuga. Oh, really? Really? And he's just where do you start? He's an internet sensation. Kazuga, Kazuga, Kazuga. Where do you start? I'm looking at you. Kazuga. He first of all, he's in our heads because Mike and I last week. Mike showed up uh, and he was singing "What's the Beef Chief" to himself, and then we started singing it to like uh, Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover," the Paul Simon song. Like, you know, get on the bus, cause what's the fucking beef, Chief? <laughs> and like, you know, we started like you know making up our own version, right? And and, we, and like twelve hours later, this kid Chris Kasuga puts up some bullshit on on Facebook. I don't know what it was. I forget the original post, but there was a comment inside, and it was him saying, Get on the bus, cuz. Cuz, gush, gush, you know, or something. I'm like, what? He's in our heads. Kids that was our head. bit. We were like, oh, we're going to make this whole song parody. Where is, do you know where he lives in the northern United States here? Where are we um, talking? I think he lives in the, the Californias. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't really. No, I don't know how I feel about that. Fifty ways to leave your Dovey was the name of the song. <laughs> it's reminding me. Thank you, dude. This fucking place is inundated with ants. What? It, oh, ants? Yeah, there are ants. Yeah, we got there ants everywhere here. Everywhere. Like, I don't know what they're eating, but there's ants all over the all over we the bar. Two licensed exterminators. And they're in the doing room. nothing. Yeah. They just sit there and they look at them. I don't. I don't get eaten alive. I don't like spraying shit in here. <laughs> It's not about spraying. Even just the fucking compact discs are the fucking job. Yeah, no, I have them in the house. Combat, they, rather. It don't work that good. Mm. I don't know. It just started time. last night. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? There's ants all over my screen. Then I tried to vine while there was an ant on my screen. I tried to tape it and type how to get rid of ants on my screen, but he ran away too quick. Nonconformist. <laughs> 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 There's bugs everywhere. They don't perform, ants. It's been raining here all fucking day. That's why they're inside. They're hiding from the rain. It's like a monsoon. Yeah, and uh, I keep stepping on snails and feeling terrible. Really? Snails everywhere, too, yeah. I usually feel meal when I step on a snail. I'm like, all right, free meal. <laughs> but uh, you actually, when do you step on snails? I stepped on, stepped on one last night, and I stepped on one coming out of the garage. Get out of here. Yeah, you, I haven't stepped on a snail probably ever in my life. I knew right away last night. Not it was dark was out, and I crunched it, and I went back yeah, yeah. to... Uh, to give him the old real smush because I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to put a mercy out of smush. Yeah. yeah, mercy smush. I'm like, sorry, fella. <laughs> you ever step on a slug? This is gonna hurt oh, me more. Of course, than it no you. shoes on. Yep, I've done that. Right, oh. squish right between your toes. It, it never comes off. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking foul. I remember once I was like, a, I was like probably like 14. And I, I guess I was trying to hide the fact that I smoked cigarettes from my parents, and I got home and I noticed my mom's like bedroom light was on. I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I threw like my cigarettes in the bushes and I went inside and I was like, hey, mom. I'm I threw home. my shoes in the bushes and I ran out of there. Go ahead. <laughs> So I and but I came back out like I swear to God like five minutes later and I didn't think slugs could move this fast 
because I saw this thing when I threw it in the bushes, and it was far away. I came back out, and the thing was in my pack of cigarettes, and I, I reached in for a cigarette. Uh, and I was like, ah! A finger full of <laughs> It was disgusting, uh, man. Thought, it actually creeps me out to this day. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the bug, slug. Here, chief. Oh yeah. Also, we have, we have a yeah. We, yeah, we have a guest in the studio. We have a the world famous uh, bug crushing Joe McCann. That's right. He's just hanging out. What do you do? What are you up to, Joe? Like you said, just hanging out. Speaking to that microphone, please. All right, sorry Thanks. about that. Like you said, I'm just hanging out. I was gonna I was gonna add to the uh, slug. Thing. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Um, You're an expert. You remember my apartment under my grandmother's house? Yes, I, I do. I came home one night and there was this shiny shit like all over the rug. In the house. In the apartment. In the back room. Remember the, the uh, infamous back room? Yeah, of course I do. So, uh, I see all this shit and <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And I get into bed and the slugs had gone in my bed. There was like a trail. Oh my God. Yeah, it was fuck. Teresa was with me. It was just this disaster. They, that, and that was and the then first br- sign. Brilliant me, of- brilliant me decides, yeah, I got a good idea. I'm going to put the mattress on the floor now because that's just going to make it better. And. It was all related to Bear. Remember Bear? Yeah, the dog. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Down syndrome. Bear he, the dog, just he, for those of you was, at home he was following digging, along. He was like digging in the window well, and he must have like hit a nest or some shit. And a like, nest? Yeah, slugs I don't know. Have they, nests? Was, they were all in the apartment. Yeah, you got to kill the queen slug. <laughs> really? What, yeah. Look, the ant is crawling on I my hand. I must kill that the That's queen. Funny. If you don't find I the queen slug, you'll never get rid of him. You know what? I use so much salt in my cooking and my daily life that I think that slugs just stay away from my house, period. What ended up getting rid of them was like stale beer and a bowl. My grandmother's like, yeah, yeah they climb in, in there. Bowl, and they go in there, and then they die, and it worked. It was good. good <laughs> so they get wet. Right, did you so throw they, the bowl away? happy. And um, then you can eat them. No, I probably let you You ever look down it. and find uh. a leech on your leg? <laughs> you ever find a leech on your arm or your chest or something? Uh, yeah, when I was in the uh, Boy Scouts in the lake and shit. You know? In the prison camp. I never experienced <laughs> a leech. I have experienced in ticks. No, I've experienced a tick, never tick, a leech. Uh, yeah, I've had ticks before. Back when I was in Vietnam. Actually, I might have a tick now. Mike, can you take a look? Where? On my head. I, no, that's just I'm the remain, remainder of your hair. No, I, I I pulled a tick off the other day on Sunday. It's more of a TV bit. <laughs> that, with that yard, with that yard, fun shit I showed you before, but uh, and, and then I pulled this big tick off, and now I got this other thing on my head. You gotta check it out. All right, I'll check it out in the commercial I need, break. I need a keen eye, Chief. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> I don't have it. Damn it, I'm not ready. What's the beef, uh, Chief? All right, there that's that's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave is uh, not here this week. Dave, uh, wow. of course, uh, has a, his dad has medical problems, so we uh, hope Dave's gets. Uh, dad, Dave's not here. Dad gets better, and he'll be back uh, next week, hopefully for our big anniversary show. If it happens, then because I'm not doing it without Dave, it's not right. So, no. The way. next time Dave's available, we'll have the big anniversary show. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll have a bunch of guests in, and uh, past guests, new guests. Callers, special prizes, games, it's all sorts of be things. A party. Go to Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, and vote for your favorite live from the barrage moment. I'm and in the we'll lead be, right now. We'll be playing that. Yes, Ham and Cheese is kicking the <laughs> shit out of the competition. So it. not only did you win the songwriting contest, you Probably. won the show. I love it. That makes me very <laughs> Congratulations. happy. Congratulations. Shining on my face. <laughs> that sounds like Mike D. <laughs> so Mike, you're the best around so far. But there's still time to vote. You have a whole week. Don't yeah. Don't knock me down just because you want to. Everybody out there, please just vote with your hearts, not not with your hatred. And you, yeah, you could vote uh, more than once if you want. Who gives a crap? I voted for everything, every single one. Like Woody, I, I go around just I, liking every comment. I, I voted for out of my way, Ron Wood, and something else. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't my own. I'll tell you that. So yeah, Woody's up there. Everybody's up there, and there are, you could always add your own poll option. It seems to be unlimited. So if you think of something, go ahead and add that. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, and we're going straight up ham tonight. Yep, we're all going ham, everybody. 
Ham, for those of you at home, is my favorite new acronym that I learned on the <laughs> Xbox that some kid told me. He's like, "Why you gotta go ham?" And I'm like, "I'm like, how does this kid know I love ham?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, what the hell?" And it turns out ham means going hard as a motherfucker, meaning like you you, you compete hard. So I think tonight I'm going fucking ham. <laughs> I like it. Go I, go. I, Full ham. I'm going full ham. If you could see me at home, I'd have hot dog fingers. I'm going so ham. <laughs> there you go. Mike's going full ham tonight. Definitely. And he's gonna, uh, he had a sausage in his pants. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, with uh, Kazuga, he's tweeting all last night. He's mixing up the Ryan game and, and Game of Thrones into these brilliant tweets. The, the Ryan Game of Thrones? Yeah. I like the way so, this is sounding. Oh, wait, Thank you, Kazuzak, uh, for your fandom <laughs> and your, you know, you're Thank you very much. Mind. Yes. So what's been happening all week long is that everybody's been screwing up what has happened on Game of Thrones. I'm on season else. one, episode nine, motherfuckers, and now I know how. I, I know because of what people post, and they think they're not po- posting spoilers. Like I'm not stupid. Well, I guess wait, every wait, fucking person oh, on the show is dead. Hold on. Didn't we discuss and almost decide yes. as a virtual rule? You yes. Have, you have like seven to ten days, and then rule is out. I, I'm right. on season one, but that's not their fault. That's your fault. Yeah, I guess. You should stay off the internet when there's big things no, happening. No, but there, there, were time, there was a time during this past season yeah. of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, bullshit! Where bullshit. I, I said to myself, let me watch it at 11 o'clock so I can watch it on the DVR fast-forward commercials. So I let the whole thing tape. And I, for some dumb reason, looked at my phone at like 10.58, looked at Facebook, and some jackhole, two people actually, Ruined the episode, and I was like, "You suck." Uh, I, I don't even talk about how Mash ended with people that haven't seen it. <laughs> if you know, ahead Hawkeye of time, dies in a helicopter crash. I, I know. Well, well, hasn't seen spoiler it. alert. <laughs> there's got there, what Hawkeye dies. Yeah, helicopter crash right at the end. Really? They, they lift off and they're finally about to go home, and the helicopter just goes up a little and it goes straight down and explodes. No, it does yeah. not. You're lying, sex and drag. DJ Honeycutt was in there, and uh, yeah, wasn't that when the spinoff happened? <laughs> the Obama administration D- covered it up. D- D- <laughs> yeah, that's I- when DJ had that spinoff. Yeah. I, I give Mike the amount of listeners like in Deadliest Crab, like with a two <laughs> zero. I got it. two zero. I know exactly the guy. <laughs> or, or he's like, you know. Then well, I like this one, you know, when it's in like the the five, like you know, six, right? One. If you ever watch Deadliest Crab, and I, I, that's a show that I could watch the I watched the last episode of, even though I only saw the first episode of this season. Well, it's because I know, like, I could you can skip around in that a little, and then I can go back and watch it later and enjoy it just as more. It's interesting much, to watch them like this. Well, this past season, you you have been watching. Spoiler alert: these guys made deals with each other. Right, we're making deals and then fucking each other over. But the thing that I want to know is, all right, fine. You want to make a deal and fuck the guy over, fine. But you're on television. Yeah. They're going to find out. Like, what, what? what's wrong with you people? Right, yeah. Why? I think people are so stupid. Yeah, they set half of it up. Yeah, I'm that's fucking exactly. scripted he, I got to tell got you, though, these two guys got fucking... These, these guys got fucking pissed off at each other about this money thing. Like you just said, they have $200,000 bow payments. Uh, you know, when one realized the other one was fucking them over, like, it just... I don't know. It just it, well, the thing that bothers me is, is is it's one thing to do it, but to do it on TV like this is gonna air. Yeah, they're gonna find out, right? Like, and, and then they get punch each be, other in the face at, like after the catch. You know, and there's right. probably gonna be an event where they're gonna screen it together for the first time at place, and, and they're gonna and be the, in the same room. An right. event they do it at oh, the end of, of the at the end of the seasons. They get them all together in a bar, and Mike yeah. Mike Rowe takes two sips of a fucking Coors Light, and they're like, "Oh, look, we're drinking <laughs> together." It's get out of here. And then they watch <laughs> clips of them fighting. Yeah, Mike Rowe's like, "Hey, remember when this t- happened, bros?" And they're like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude." <laughs> 
As Sig Hansen drinks Jägermeister off like a like a lady's platform. Nice <laughs> <laughs> right. It was like we're gonna bang this whore right in front of you, Mike Rowe. Why don't you do a fucking truck commercial? Hey Mike, watch this. Yeah, you wanna hey, see Rowe. I got a dirty job for you. <laughs> well, you're getting a banana in your tailpipe. Talking about the What's the beef, Chief? The most compelling thing about that show is that they're stone cold sober for like four months out of the year, and they're all like hard partying dudes, like hard living right, dudes. But all they do is smoke cigarettes, and they're sober. Nah, and they but call when they hit the when they unload, they they go back to the dock and they're getting fucked up. Like yeah, but they, they, all right, they let's, don't show that on the show. All you right, know? you uh, stop drinking for four days, Joe, and see how that goes. Starting now, and bring me all the crab you can catch. Right <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> well, you get to find out like what the real person's like. Like you don't they're, because they're not drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But I, I, I have from, from what, everyone I ever like talked to is drunk. Throw a hook. From what I understand, I haven't seen the personal life drunk. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember the last time I saw a person who wasn't buzzed up. You know, <laughs> no, that's weird. No, <laughs> I, I put up a status last night, and uh, about I don't, I don't think I, st- I still don't think I trust the Gorton's fisherman, and <laughs> and because I don't know if I do, and that's their tagline. What I, you were on Facebook? I yeah, I, I nonsense. Yeah, I, no, I, put I thought up a that was about the, the. I don't believe it. I did. The McFish sandwich. We no, 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 no. This was straight up in. about trust. I saw a commercial trust the Gorton's fisherman, and I tried some of his food recently. <laughs> you don't trust and I them. said, I don't know if I fucking fully trust this guy. Like, look at his hat. You haven't been given a reason to. And then someone, and actually, it come happened on to be. Ladies, come on, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to be uh, Kurt from DRI put up. He goes, Where's his beer? I know I drink beer when I fish. <laughs> and I realized. <laughs> That's right. That's now. There's the answer. That's, I don't, don't trust, trust that piece of shit. Uh-huh. He's up to no good. Sober fishing. fishing. Sober. Yeah. What with a net? Well, What's it depends he... on how fu- how long he's out there. If he's like these guys, you're not allowed to drink in those boats. It's like they'll take your boat away. The fucking coast guards on top of it. They show up in their white suits with like a wrench, and they're like, "Hey, no drinking." Or, you know, Fun patrol. Here's a million dollar fine. Yeah. Go overboard and die. What, yeah. Like, what would stop me from throwing six guys from the Coast Guard right over my boat, provided they don't <laughs> fight me off? I, the, the Coast TV Guard cameras. I, I used to work at the South Street Seaport, and the a Coast Guard boat pulls up, and they tie up to the dock. And they didn't like the guys on that boat were like eighteen. They didn't know how to use a pipe wrench to open the fire hydrant for water. I mean, they're like really the dumbest group of people I've ever met. Jeez, Stone Cold Sober. <laughs> we're we're going to get letters from the Coast Guard people. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hosing down a statue in Lubbock, Texas. Or the, the Simpsons, the Naval Reserve, the 10th line of defense in between the League of Women's Voters. and <laughs> That's League what it's like. Voters. That's what, if you're in the Coast Guard and you meet like a Marine, do you just not say anything? He's like, you're in the military? You're like, no. No, no I'm, an, I'm a nurse. No, I'm, <laughs> a nurse. <laughs> I'm a janitor. I'm a male nurse. I'm a male nurse. <laughs> <laughs> just came from giving a prostate massage, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a huge homo. <laughs> Big queen. I love giving hand jobs. Coast Guard. Yeah, two uh, at a time. No, not not Coast Guard's not me. No. <laughs> you in the service? Nope, I give hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should see me go, too. <laughs> I'll start a fire. If I'm, you good. Let me. I'm good. I'm good. The best. I'm the best. I'm the best around. <laughs> glove, no glove. I do it all. No, I'm a, fl- I'm a flight attendant. You're the best around. Because you stole it. Nothing's gonna ever keep me down. <laughs> what else do we have? 
I love that in the, in the, ba- in the background of that drop, you're I, still bitching I, that you didn't has, win. Has anybody I know. Who says stolen from that you that said that? But you stole yeah. it from me? Yeah. Has anybody here watched The Karate Kid recently? No. Yes. I, no. Yes. I saw I three minutes it, of the new one. On no, like, I didn't watch uh, the new one. One of those random TV channels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those yeah. TV well, channels? I, I know yeah, we those, those channels on the TV. HBO time. I thought he was going to catch it on a CB. I know that we I know we briefly discussed this, but the fact that these two grown men brokered a fight between teenagers is pretty astounding. But then there was the whole competition, and I, I, this is something I pulled out of it because I was cracking up laughing. Like the kid gets like you know virtually I'm like who for they for all they know mortally injured. I yeah, mean, like his foot was broken. Breaks off. his fucking knee, and they yeah. like take him out on a stretcher. He can't walk. Some Asian man. Nobody's around. Claps his hands. Claps his hands, like, touches. But like the fact is, like the the the, the announcer of the fight was like Daniel Larusso is going to fight. Like even the announcers. <laughs> that's in on the it. announcer. Yeah, that's the announcer. Like they, like the, the, the word. They're about to give the trophy to like the Cobra Kai, and all of a sudden the word comes Holy in. Holy shit! Daniel Larusso is gonna fight, and you see, but like everybody's yeah, in on these. Yeah. yeah, it's like dog fighting. These two 16-year-old kids are out for to kill each other, and and there are. Michael 200 Vick was people there. in the audience he, he's on one leg blood. Yeah. the announcer has 200 grand riding on it first of all <laughs> exactly go to a go to a, gonna lose my house go to a, take my thumb. you can still go to college genie go to a karate tournament and see how many fucking people show up there's like nine yeah. and they're all parents that are driving there's no announcer there's no fucking PA <laughs> but dude it's big in southern California do they have headbands it's big yeah. in Laguna that was the SoCal Daniel karate was gonna fight Karate what? wave of 1983, 84. Wait, I like. Listen to the. the, the play. Wait, you have any ninja movies? Turning off everyone's mic. Play that again. Okay. The, just the beginning when he asks the question. He's like, he's so surprised. Yeah, the, the first, first one. Part, okay. Yeah, it's great. Daniel LaRusso is gonna fight. Huh? What? Daniel, Daniel LaRusso is gonna fight. <laughs> Can we do that again? Nope. <laughs> We're on a limited budget. <laughs> take Steve, one. Steve, will you take one? You feel like you're at work, Mike? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the Definitely fucking beef, little, chief? Little non-union talent they're using there. <laughs> um, I did want to play a couple things. We have some um, some fun things to play. Oh yeah, well, like yeah. Fun well actually, shit. I'll play the other part when we go to commercial before. But I found, you know, Andy K is always asking. Um, let me see if I can find the, the old sports song here. Do I have a sports page? Yes, I do. And uh, you know, he's always asking. All right. Will you please play the old sports song? I, I miss you, Wubbles. Play the old sports please. song. <laughs> Please. And everyone loves the old sports song, but uh, I, I did a little digging through the archives. Oh, yeah? And I found the oldest sports song. Really? Ooh. It's the oldest sports song. Sounds, sounds old-timey so to me. So in that vein, will you please, I will please play you the oldest sports song. Are you ready? Let's see what happens here. It's time for Athletics Fast Forward. Fast Forward this part if you don't enjoy competitive athletics, you yellow-bellied saddlebag. Dear President Buchanan, take a letter to all of my drawings. You will see the match played on turf. And to the winner goes the deed to this saloon. I will see to it myself. <laughs> At the old athletics game. Oh, that wins my, that wins my favorite moment right there. <laughs> This is the best thing I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> I spit beer all over my computer. Oh, that was great. Take your letter, Buchanan. It's the match played on turf. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. 
to the winner goes the beat to the saloon. And the winner goes to spoils. Yes. <laughs> I was. I dusted off an old reel-to-reel, an old phonograph, the oldest yes. sports song. Some real turn-of-the-century shit. There. Can I stop winding this thing now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Mike's right. winding the calliope or whatever. <laughs> Thanks. Make a letter. This is how he was writing the old sports song. I played it on the it's Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. That was the oldest sports song. Sit down, Mabel. Take a letter. I have a song to write. What are you doing out there? Get out! Get out! I'm working in here! We'll be played in Hoboken, New Jersey. Working on the old sports song. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's shining upon us. (laughs) Sports, you you say? (laughs) Sports match. Hello, here we old chap. A bit of the old sports, eh? In a little while, we'll have... uh, Steve V, call in and uh, explain to us the songs Molina thing and the comp, and we'll play some songs from it. Then later on, uh, Kona Neutron's threatening to call in because he has inside information about the NSA Verizon thing. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, yeah, the um, government uh, keeping uh, all of our phone records. Oh, Joe was just trying to. Bro, Joe was excuse just, me. Joe just texted me five times in a row saying I am running for Obama or some crazy crap, and each time the word kept popping up, and I just kept showing. I'm like, nope. <laughs> and so, like a minute later, my phone would go off. It's a Verizon. Thing. Yeah, Slim Goodbody. Uh, the Mets uh, swept the Yankees, but then were immediately swept by the worst team in baseball. So I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that it's worth noting. They just remind you at every turn that the Mets. It's fucking disgusting. They're like how many losses now? A million. (laughs) Woody High on the chat box. 27 rings, baby. Knows nothing about sports. (laughs) Just keeps writing shit like that. He gets his sports from, like, ballroom overhearing people. (laughs) No, I think it's just Facebook, like, yelling at each other. And the best thing about Woody is, like, you know, we yell at each other in those threads, and it's like, fuck you, fact, and, you know, your sports team sucks. Then it moves over to the messages where, like, I message him about something, like, coming on the show, and it's the same thing. It's like... (laughs) I'm like, why don't you come on the show, you big pussy? And he's like, being a mother's a full-time job, fact. And it, it's, it's, not, it's just me and him now in a chat room, like, screaming There's at each no other. There's no audience, right. Yeah. That's, hey, and he you... also says, Scorps, not sports on there. Thank you, Woody. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Good old Woody. Maybe he'll come in next week if he's not too busy uh, washing his uh, daughter's underpants. Uh, he should be... <laughs> Start spreading the news. Dude, start cranking the I'm news. Leaving. You got free for all on your fucking. You got, you got free for all on LP right over there. Start cranking the news. Hey, why say anything if you're not going to like it? There he is. <laughs> Ugh. I agree with that. That's He's in the chat box advice. saying, Ugh, the laundry never stops. <laughs> I know, Woody. The other day, I was Mr. Mom on Thursday, and uh, it was fucking great. You know why? Because I got to stay home. I have to go to work and listen to some assholes tell me what to do. I did the laundry, the I did the dishes, I cleaned the fucking bathroom, I took care of the kids, scrubbed the toilet. Other kids came over, then some more kids came over, uh, what, I ordered a pizza, it was great. What did those kids call you, by the way? Kid walks in the door, and without any, and I'll tell you right now, because we're on the show, it was Mario's kid, right? Okay, alright, I didn't know so that. Mario's oh, that makes kid, it so much better. Mario's kid walks in the door. Why did you tell me that? And I say, hey, Kevin, how you doing? And he goes, hey, what's up, Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> now, this, like, for no reason, I don't know why, maybe because I have a beer belly, maybe he's just... The first thing that popped in his mind, who knows? Bud Light. And he kept calling me Bud Light throughout the entire day. Now, at, at any point, did you say to him, hey, 
junior. I'm your fucking elder. That's asshole. the first thing I said to him when he walked in the door and called me Bud Light. I said, "Hey, man, you better respect your elders." And he's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "What's that?" And then he goes. Then he told me that his dad uh, lies about being a senior citizen to get into the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, that's that's Mario Fud Light. <laughs> Ooh, grab me a Fud Light out of the fridge, cause, cause. Oh my god! So yeah, the kids just call me Bud Light. And, all and that. did your kids pick up on this? And think it was funny? no, no, they didn't. no, they didn't care. And then I started calling them Seagram's Escapes. <laughs> so I guess, the door. And do they know that that's a terrible insult? No. no oh, okay. No, no. Well, maybe you should have given him one that, <laughs> and sent it right as he walked out the door. But like, here's this big Capri Sun, kid, and get in the car. And just, <laughs> Who wants slushies? <laughs> Capri Sun. Yeah, I have Capri Suns for everyone. They've been in the freezer. <laughs> They've been in the Sends freezer for twenty right. minutes. <laughs> Call me Bud Light. That's the great thing about those bags. You could like just dump out the rest of your season Seagram's Escape and throw up into the bag if you're on an airplane. I usually Beach I, sick bag. I usually try to use the machine guards when I play soccer, and then for a yeah. barf bag when I'm done because I don't usually exercise. People are like, were you drinking a Bud Light? I'm like, yeah, I was. I was fucking. I was getting loose with the five kids there, yeah, we're and we're all fucking party. drinking. Yeah, big party. Yeah, I broke out the blender. Yeah, it's twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Are you crazy? Looks like something you hook up to an IV. Jesus, it's not drinking in the afternoon if there's a blender involved. <laughs> That's true. And it is the summertime. Time for mixing drinks and drinking at 12 in the afternoon. With kids. Going to sleep at 6. With kids. With children. Come on, kids. Come Everybody on, kids. get in the Drink car. Up. Come on, grab your coat. Come on, we're going to the drive-thru liquor store. Yeah, We're going to Nassau County's. We're going to drive on the Meadowbrook Parkway the wrong ways. We're going to head out to the track. We're going to go to Dairy Barn. We're going to go to Dairy Barn. Hey, turn down your radio, asshole. Gotcha. Thanks. Hi. Hi, sir. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Steve. How you doing, man? Hi, Steve. I'm doing fine. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty well. Hey, Steve. Excellent. Happy birthday, Pat, by the way. Thank you. All right. So, um... I'm old. That's a great opener. Yeah, well, you know. We're talking with Steve V. He's going to uh, uh, fill us in on the Songs Molina comp, which will be playing some uh, classic, uh, some selected cuts from that record. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, the whole thing came about actually the day... uh, Molina died. I think he was always like in the peripheral and he was suffering from alcoholism, but I don't think that anybody really close to anybody I knew really knew like the full extent of it. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day, the guy's dead. And so I kind of like, you know, at first it's like, okay, so what needs to happen? And so I started going back and listening to those records and I realized like, even though I wasn't like a consistent Jason Molina listener or whatever, I always saw his band whenever they were close, and he was always like a really good guy and stuff. So then it just kind of became like, I think everybody started doing the same exact thing where you're going back and listening to these records and going, man, I really remember like there was a time when this was like all I could listen to at all. So I reached out on um, first uh, electrical audio with the wild idea like, well, all right, I'll spearhead this thing. Let's do it. And then that day, I was having people, like, you know, that day we got, like, I I made a Facebook page. It was, like, 300 likes right off the bat. Uh, You know, Joel Phelps from uh, formerly of Silkworm got to me right away, volunteered. Uh, Ike Turner was the first person to jump in and say, I want to do a song, Brad Weissenberger and the Book Burners. I mean, 
everybody promised it, and then it just started rolling. And then I had bands from Japan like sending me stuff. Wow! And uh, I just I just I, listened to the Book Burner song. Uh, he put it up uh, on Facebook. It's awesome. Didn't I turn? Yeah, it yeah. On? I let it stream because uh, John Solomon premiered, uh, premiered it on his show last night. So I figured I could let it stream or whatever. So. You know, it, it really all came about. Uh, we had a lot more promises than I had tracks. I had a few people, like, now that they see it's out, go, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this. And I was like, well, you know, things happen. But we ended up with uh, 39 songs. Uh, some guys wow. sent two. A lot of them were written just for this. Uh, it sounds really cool. It took a long time to master because the quality was varying. But uh, there was this great band from Italy called... Uh, Baccia de Pietra, or however you speak the time. Baccia Galoops. <laughs> Baba Ganesh. I'm familiar, familiar <laughs> anyway, with the Baccia Galoops. Uh, they got to me with the uh, unreleased Molina track, and that closes it all out. So it ends up coming full circle. It's a really neat thing. Cool. Can you give us a, a, a track list, a list of all the bands that played on it? Do you have it there handy or no? Uh, a, a track list of all the bands. Uh, I got Mike Roy, Faces on Film, uh, Alora Sun, who put i think my favorite song on the album on there their their stuff is fantastic rosedale highs angela and the hidden tracks uh ocean eddie's new hill like i said joel phelps by himself joel phelps with a downer trio and then him and uh Stuart dahlquist in a band called thine wow. that's fantastic ryan duncan transmontane yep. western standards with fez Rossi, who you've had on your lovely little show like coma yep. who you'll be playing yeah, got really everybody. Love like coma. <laughs> where, where, where? So, uh, what, what do we do? We go to the band camp. Uh, it's ten bucks, right, for the whole, sh- yeah. the whole shebang, well, a dollar a song. Funny, funny story. The thing was up for five fucking minutes, and I had mentioned like a week ago that it was going to be up around this time. So people have been checking on it, and the first message I get isn't. Oh, this looks awesome! It's you said it would be five dollars from like some random dink on Facebook, <laughs> and I just responded back with like a shrugging emoticon, like "fuck you." You're getting thirty-nine songs, and the money's going like benefited dude survivors. Yeah. It's like you can't fork over another Holy five shit. bucks. Thirty-nine songs. That's thirty-nine songs for ten bucks. Who the fuck would yeah, fucking really? chance at that? Oh, yeah, and as far as track listing goes, I tried to. I mean. Doing 39 songs and trying to put them in any kind of understandable order is nearly impossible. So I just included everybody, put it in an order I liked, and then, you know, you want to burn on a CD for your Jetta, you pick your own track listing. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Why do you assume I have a Jetta? Dude, I, I, I just think that the, the it's just the douchiest car, I think, that exists is the Jetta. So that's the first one I wanted to cry whenever I talk what about it. What do you drive? I think Audi TT. Out, Audi GT. What are you Audi driving? Diamondbacks. Uh, what do you got? Mongoose. <laughs> Which, what are you driving? GT Performer. I'm driving the Q40 foot. <laughs> <laughs> Woody High. I drive a Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Huh? God, I really hope that's real. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right, Steve. Uh, so, wh- what's the name of the Bandcamp? Songs Molina Bandcamp. Is that where you go? Uh, yeah, it's songsmolina.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's a uh, buy now with ten bucks or more. You can pay more if you want to. I think you should. It's a nice thing to do. Sure. And uh, the money goes to Jason Ashley Molina at gmail.com. So, if you want to actually PayPal money separately, if you don't, 
I don't understand why you wouldn't want the cob for whatever the fuck, but that's the Memorial Fund email, so go ahead and send it in over there. And like I said, 39 songs by a bunch of bands that you guys have played on the show that I've never even heard of that do fantastic work. Um, one of the I'm trying to figure out if this Disclosure band that sent in their stuff is the same Disclosure band that uh, got like a 9.1 on Pitchfork on Monday or whatever, so there's actually some heavy hitters, uh, you know, or popular hipster bands. I don't know Pitch, what you would call Pitchfork just gave a rock on the sidewalk at 9.3, so I wouldn't worry Yeah, about it. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to plug it, so if I find out <laughs> that that information is true, you know I'm throwing that shit up there. <laughs> you, you, you can use ham and cheese as a bonus track. 9.1. Like the guy's reading the Pitchfork article goes, 9.1, eh? I don't know. If it was a 9.2, I might download it. But yeah, You'd be surprised at how many people I've, I've... I mean, I live right near Chapel Hill, which is like, you know, it's the Athens, Georgia kind of hip college scene. I've talked to so many people that have blown off records for having a under a 7 on Pitchfork, and I'm saying, like, that's... I, it actually came up because uh, we were discussing shellac, and they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't like the one that Pitchfork didn't like. And I was like, you have to unpack your statement now. I need to understand what your brain does and why you suck and should probably die. <laughs> <laughs> and the money uh, goes to what cause now? It goes to the family? Uh, it family? goes to... Uh, Jason Molina left behind uh, staggering medical debt and funeral costs and stuff. Uh, from what I've heard from people close to him, uh, he was in real, real bad shape at the end. I'm not going to give any legitimacy to the statement because I don't want to slander anybody, but apparently he left, uh, he left his family with a pretty, pretty deep in the hole. So that's why this whole thing came about. It's kind of like, all right, he's dead. We miss him. He inspired us to you know, help out the people that tried to get him right but just couldn't and you know yeah so that's basically what this whole thing came about as and i don't know i haven't i've wanted to be preachy about it and kind of be like you know if you know somebody that's in bad shape you know get them in recovery because it's great because i totally believe in that kind of stuff but i i didn't want to use it as such it's just kind of like hey you know some people are really if you if you deal with an alcoholic long enough and you love them, they're gonna fuck you over. And uh, I think he may have fucked over some really good people uh, through his disease and stuff. So it's kind of like let's let's get them out of the hole. There's no reason for them to feel like that. It's a noble cause. I try to be. You gotta buy back some of this karma, I guess. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> well, I got. I, I, I have a few uh, a few cuts off of this uh, record. Uh, the first one is the rutabaga, and then uh, some eastern anchors, Lycoma, and Transmontane. You want to set any of this up? or? Uh... Uh, no, I'll let you do that. It's your show. You guys have a great rest of the show. Thanks for letting me call in, and uh, have a good night. Thanks for All calling right, in. Thanks, Steve. Go to, uh, what was it, songsmolina.bandcamp.com, and uh, something like that. You'll find it. Just go to Bandcamp and put in the... You could search Songs Molina. Yeah, search that. Search this. Do it. And uh, here are some songs from that... That record, it's a good cause and all that stuff, and we'll be back after this. Thank you.
ready to kill myself. Anybody else? I'm ready to kill myself. Anybody want to suicide pact? I'm in. You're in. Mike's taking a leak. <laughs> on the other side there, he's like, I'm in. Well, you're listening to Life in the Barrage, and uh, I think the show is over. <laughs> These depressing. I just noticed. This. I'll play light coma at the end of the show. This Budweiser advertisement you have hanging up here, John? It says, pick a pair is everywhere. And it's, it's two guys. Excuse me, I'm just going to kill myself. Hold on. <laughs> it's two guys riding a tandem bicycle. And I don't know what they're planning, but it is not fucking legal because they got at least fucking six cases you know of beer with them. I'll tell you, you know who those two guys are? Those two guys are Ed McMahon. Right. Oh, it's I'll Ed McMahon. I'll explain to you exactly what's going on in this advertisement for Budweiser. It says, pick a pair is everywhere. It's two Ed McMahons on a tandem bicycle, and they each have 12 beers, two six-packs. And I guess this is before 12-packs came out, so Budweiser was trying to push, like, hey, pick up two, pick a pair, pick two, pick up two six-packs. Six-packs, be like Ed McMahon. But don't drive drunk. Just get on a tandem bike yeah. with yourself, with, with, with your alter ego. Oh. <laughs> with a sweater on. But I like they have, they have other groceries, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Is yeah. That? Is that celery? So there's, there's two bags of like normal fucking shopping, like and then there's sticking out the back. It's like ramen cases. noodles. <laughs> a case and a half of fucking Budweiser Tallboy. Oh, those are those are bags of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's bringing to the show two yes. pints. Two pints of V8. Yeah, it's got to be. I don't know what that's from. Obviously, during the era that he was on the Tonight Show, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's double old. service, Johnny Carson. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. can I borrow your gun, Pat, for a second? Uh, yeah, here. Thanks. Thanks. John? That was okay? uh, songs for Melina. <laughs> it didn't work. I, I'm only I'm only injured. <laughs> um, with blanks. Speaking of killing yourself, um, the co-hosts of the radio show, The Pursuit of Happiness. What's this? There's a radio show called The Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. It airs on, uh, I don't fucking know. It, oh, it doesn't air anymore. Oh, no? Poor bastards. It airs on WBAI-FM. Okay. okay. Which I guess is a New York station. Yes. Is it? So these two morons killed themselves. What? A Brooklyn couple who hosted a radio show called The Pursuit of Happiness committed suicide together by putting plastic bags over their heads and inhaling helium. Lynn Rosen and uh, Lynn Rosen Penis and John Littig, <coughs> who were found dead on a couch in the living room of their Park Slope apartment, left behind two notes, police said Wednesday. Blah, blah, blah. We're doing this together. Blah, blah. She looks like a real treat. Think of the ratings. She's a psychotherapist, right? And this is they give people advice on how to live their lives and, and like self-help shit. Exactly. Pursue happiness. This is why all this crap is bullshit. <laughs> Don't ever listen to a life coach or a psychiatrist tell you what to do because they're busy inhaling helium. <laughs> You don't. You know what? Tell that to Tony Robbins with his banana bunch hands. He'll smash your head. And <laughs> I'll tell you what. At least before they died, their voices were hilarious. Until their decomposing bodies were found Monday, the couple had been best known as the host of the self-help radio show on WBAI-FM. <laughs> the uh, motivational speaker, John Littig, performed as a drummer on the side. And I, I would play his music, but it's just... How many people do you think they said, yo, dude, you're fucked? <laughs> like, God, go fuck you got to see this guy's video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't worth living, man. Just give me a break, give dude. Give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. No, I'm, I'm uh, you know, this is how you should live your life. Uh, and uh, excuse me, I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. 
And for an hour every month, they took to the airwaves and doled out advice on how to be your best self. An <laughs> hour a month? An hour a month. Jesus, what? we have a fucking... Commit to this shit. That. Right, that's all they can come up with. Head. That's what you should do. <laughs> that, that'll make everything all and right. And the worst part is they had to... Co- they, that was the one hour a month. And keep in mind that people were writing in or calling in or whatever. Like, they had, like... Outsider influence on their one hour a month. What a bunch of lazy pieces of shit. Show for no wonder they killed themselves. They were probably <laughs> dying of boredom. The callers put them to death. <laughs> They're like, Fuck hey, it's this the world. Pursuit of Happiness show. I'm your host, John yeah. Latig, and uh, <laughs> I'm the girl. <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, we're not nuts. This is what you have to do to live your life. Okay, I want everybody to put a bag over your head. Go down to the party supply, get yourself a big Feel the power. Helium. Feel the power. <laughs> <laughs> so there they go, these two morons. Is that the scream? The hey, John, scream? that's the Wilhelm scream, yeah. <laughs> Until their decomposing bodies were found, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, they decomposed. Yada, them. yada. <laughs> People get scared to make changes. <laughs> And to step out of the comfort zone, Rosen said on the April show. Rosen penis. Because <laughs> you got to step out of your comfort zone. You put a being helium alive? balloon on your head and breathe in until you die. That's yeah. getting that you want. That's living dangerously. And start sucking. You know, you know really give me my sounds. You know, what really gets on my tits is that they uh, they didn't even fucking bring back the helium tank. <laughs> There's a deposit on exactly. that. Exactly. Sun shining on my face. Fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> Remember, positivity is precious. She counseled. <laughs> Try something spontaneous, sexually or otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) So here's this guy. He's wearing sunglasses, and there's two black ladies next to him, like, hugging him. And I guess that's his music video. Let me see it. Do I have uh, it? See, if they didn't leave notes, I would have just assumed it was death by misadventure. They can't stop talking, (laughs) even in death. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> they should have done it live on the air. They've been it's ratings, you moron. I'd like to hear that. You want ratings? This is what you do. <laughs> oh, wait, there's notes. I thought they were just getting kinky. Yeah, call you on the air. Oh, who's this? Doug from Murphy's Law. Hey, Doug. Hey, what's Doug, up, what's man? up, man? What's up, brother? How are you doing? Good. How you doing? It's Doug I'm from Murphy's Law, famous band Murphy's Law. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm soaking wet, which is great. Nice. <laughs> so I guess you're in Queens. So I, uh, I'm actually in Harlem. Ah. I made it there yet. He's copping drugs. I it was a great day <laughs> to wear slippers. Apparently. Good idea. Mm. No. Apparently, no, <laughs> Do you have your bong with you? <laughs> What's that? You have your bong with you? What's the beat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm traveling light. Oh, all right. <laughs> Dug out. <laughs> How what, you guys doing? We're doing yourself? Yeah, we're doing Staying good. With Doug, we're uh, sitting in the garage. Nothing's leaking yet. We're having a few beers, and we're uh, we're chilling out. We're busting each other's balls. It's been great. We're making fun of suicide victims. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing up in Harlem's? Well, I, I was come back in Connecticut seeing my folks, so uh, it was raining that bad that I was just found the quickest restaurant I could find. I'm like, yeah, I'll eat some fried chicken in Harlem. Fuck and that's what I'm doing. Why not? Only, only white person here. Cool. That's good. Hey, are we guys gonna get you guys in the uh, in the garage uh, live and in person? You and Jimmy, what's going on? It sounded a little sketchy, but I, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's try not to pick a day where it's a, a tsunami, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is terrible. It's brutal out there. I'm surprised we're still on the air. I would think that the weather would be cutting me out left and right, but apparently it's okay. It's the only time it works. Uh, trains all messed up, you know. How's uh? What's, what's going on? Every one of my friends from California is calling me to tell me how sunny and warm it is. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, bastards. Bastards. They love doing Sons that. of bitches. 
What's going on with Murph, Murphy's Law? You guys just played a few shows in New York, right? You guys are always playing. yeah. We did, we did the, uh, the the Apple Song thing, which was which was fantastic, the Big South Festival, which you know we were uh, surprised that they asked us, but it was great. And uh, with uh, who was it with the Suicide Machine, the, the Pilfers, Blackers, all you know, all those old ones. It was a really good time, man. And then uh, we got uh, doing a couple of benefits. You know, for some friends of ours, and then uh, we're going uh, somewhere that I'm not allowed to say yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> I wish I could. And, and the, these shows are always packed, still, right? I mean, everyone loves yeah, to see Murphy's Law. Yeah, we're going to do a, a, a small one. I think I was telling you about the other day in, uh, in Stamford, Connecticut. I mean, there's, there's nowhere for bands to even play there anymore. I used, I grew up going to see Murphy's Law and not at all at the Globe Theater in Norwalk. And, you know, and they, it would be packed. And what? now there's literally one place to play that even has a PA. That's sick. So they let me do. I'm doing like a, a like a hardcore show uh, just for fun, and uh, trying to bring in younger bands and match them with somebody older. You know. Nice. I'm trying to do something. You D- know? Didn't you guys used to play? Uh, do you guys still play on Halloween? Didn't you play every Halloween? Yeah, still do. Play uh, the trash bar. This nice. last year, we actually we still played even through Sandy. Oh, that's right! I'll you, I and I'll tell you what: a hundred people came out, and considering that we had Hurricane Sandy, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was crazy. I think we played a show like the next. day. No, we had the we did the radio show from Don Pedro. You know that place yeah. in Brooklyn? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that what was that? A day or two later, and actually right after, yeah. we had a pretty good crowd. It was, it was crazy. I was surprised that people showed out. up. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, New yeah, York. I heard all the awful stories, and, and you know, figured the least you can do is show up and play, right? You know. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, my uh, my parents they had a house right in the middle of the ocean. Oh no! Uh, they, well, they, that's where they lived. They lived under the sea, and they got nailed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Atlantis. Well, they're, they're used to it at least. Go yeah. They actually had really good insurance. The fish are okay. The fish are fine. The fish, fish are, are fine. fine. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know. They got fresh water. <laughs> they don't even My brother lives on a buoy in uh, Rockaway. <laughs> well, you know, it's rent control, so that's good. That's right. Yeah, rent control buoy, exactly. $400 a month. Can't beat it. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. I live in a story for 600 Uh, Do you? Ah, uh, something in there. <laughs> Can I come over? I don't know. I'm thinking you about a roommate? Movie now. Movie sounds pretty great. Nobody can bother you. Where are you guys originally I, from? I mean, like Bayside? That's amazing. Oh, you guys are from like a... You're from around here, right? I'm originally from here, and then uh, I spent about 10 years in California after uh, a couple bands I was in here, and then uh, decided that uh, everybody in California sucked, and I had to leave. And... Uh, where else are you going to go? We're in New York. How long have you guys been together? Well, this is actually Murphy's Law's 30th anniversary. Wow. Wow. And uh, they haven't really, uh, Jimmy hasn't really wanted to publicize it because, you know, that's not, that's not his fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we're, we play, you know, it's not a reunion tour because, you know, he never, the band never broke up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he kept changing members. members. <laughs> what year did you join the band? What's that? What year did you join the band? I'm kind of funny. I mean, I was asked to join the band 10 years ago to play drums, and uh, I actually had to say no because I was already moving. Um, I I was going to fill in a few shows, and I I left, and I came back, and uh, I restarted up again uh, this last October playing bass. 
Wow. So I figured, how hard could it be? You know? <laughs> lateral move. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, I was very wrong. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I tried to make the lateral move from drums to bass, and it's not easy. No, and following uh, following guys like Chuck, um, yeah. who hey. are, when you start really listening to those albums, man, he, he's just solid. Oh, he's I mean, you can't miss a note. Everybody knows you miss a note. How about Dean Risplers? You know that guy? Who? <laughs> Dean Rispler, a uh, bass player for um, uh, Manitoba, uh, claims to be, to be uh, he, that claims that he used to be in Murphy's Law. Never heard of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the Dictators, uh, uh, handsome Dick's, no. handsome Dick's band in Manitoba. No, of course, of course, I, I did my time in Manitoba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You've done time in Manitoba? I Manitoba actually when I was uh, 16. Wow. With uh, oh, the place. Place, Magnostic Front and uh, one of the guys from Iron Cross. And uh, we played for about six people. One guy went over the railing. <laughs> he was my best friend, which is awesome. <laughs> and uh, we had a blast, I think. Do you ever have problems? That was the last time I was ever in Manitoba. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have problems with like skinheads showing up to these Murphy Law, Murphy's Law shows? Like not, you know, the good I mean, skinheads, I, the I Nazi ones. Haven't. Um, I haven't. I, I know it's. I'm sure it's happened in the past, and you know, it's all, you know, like I said, I'm. I've been doing it for 30 years. I, uh, I get. I get to hear all the, the good stories. You know, 30 years of yeah, what right. the band has done. You know, and it's very humbling. But. uh you know, it's, it, I remember growing up, at least in the area, and going to the shows, and and, and when they would come around, they they, they left pretty quickly. You know, yeah. You know, especially considering you know we have an African American playing saxophone. Right. You know, <laughs> and they're we're out, not going to stand for that. They're outnumbered. You know, yeah, they're outnumbered, and they come on, guys. It's, it's what is what year is it again? Two thousand. 10? I don't know. Yeah, right. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is 2010. You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here eating five chicken and I'm having three times. How can you guys? It's great. I'm 35 you know? again. <laughs> yeah, Pat's 35. Uh, <laughs> I got my sandals on. <laughs> <laughs> got a backpack full of some green bud. And, and <laughs> now what am I going to do? I'm stuck here because of freaking rain. What, uh, when's the next Murphy's Law show? You have anything coming up? Uh, we're gonna do. What are we doing? You think I would? I would be more on point. Uh, no, not really. We, we have a show. <laughs> it's I about what I expected. We're, we're Murphy's doing Law. Late July, but we're working on a new album right now. And that's a big thing. With, with Todd Yates being back. Cool. Yeah, the last uh, album. Uh, what did it come out in like 2001 or something? Right. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time so ago. It's been about 10 years. So when can we expect a new one? Ah, uh, well, you know, we've devoted the month of June, and, you know, we've, we've got a few songs, uh, some done, some not. We've played a couple in Japan, and uh, went over really well. You make, uh, um, you make some uh, money at this? Obviously, it's going to probably bring 10,000 songs. You make, any, and, uh, make any money at this Murphy's Law gig, or what? Uh, you know, you know what I do is just for the fun and, and for cause the love yeah. of the music, and I, I truly mean that. Do you have a straight you know? job, like climbing cell phone towers or something? <laughs> you have a regular job, right? I guess. <laughs> I, I was busting up concrete all day today, bro. Oh man, was it new concrete was, or old concrete? I wasn't even in a basement. I was in a, a crawl space. Oh, no swing room. Nah, nah, it was brutal. What do you have? A jackhammer in it? A little electric a chipper? That was it. 
How'd you end up being the crawl space guy? Who's the jerk outside, like, telling you what to do? Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, he's the guy with the cash. Cash guy. (laughs) The guy with the cash can stand outside, The guy with the cash did go there, and I said, okay. Is this in in Astoria's? Were you wearing a dust mask? Uh, mask? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is? A union job? <laughs> I thought it was. I thought you guys were like, uh, what's the name of that band when they all. <laughs> fuck. And it works? Eddie and the Cruisers? Hey, <laughs> man, it works. Yeah, they all wear masks. Like, it's like. <laughs> Devo, is that what you're searching for? You got a metal yeah, band. Pots on there. <laughs> I'm an idiot. We all got to work regular <laughs> jobs. Yeah, too. you got to set yourself up for that one. <laughs> Quicksilver. I, don't I, know. I thought fuck. about going up. Uh, I couldn't think of the name either. So Slipknot. Hey, we both sound stupid. We just kind of worked with solid. Chumba Wumba? Are you eating alone? Um, ooh, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. eating alone. Right. alone. What's the scene in there? A lot of people? Uh, uh, I'm not really looking up a lot. Take a picture of your food and send it to us. <laughs> cool. Post it on your Tumblr. <laughs> If, if any of my, my African-American friends thought how badly I needed this fried chicken right now, they'd kill me. Oh, uh, what do you mean badly? Is there so wrong? much meat left on the Oh, wall. yeah, you can't do that. You can't do it. I'm trying to hide it, right? <laughs> Put it in your napkin. Oh, we lost TV. Uh-oh. Uh, is it? Is that the uh, It's the kind of place where the waitress will stand there and wait for you to finish? No, I'll, I'll wait. You you better finish that, you know? <laughs> Tell them to put on our radio show in the restaurant. Well, no, we got to we gotta take a break. Just tell them to plug in your cell phone. We'll keep talking. You know, I should have done that. No. I did that on train. Unfortunately, we got to take a break, though. That's good, because I need to get out of here. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm going to make a run for the, for the subway and hope I make it. Safe right, good luck. Good, right, good luck, bro. Good luck. Thanks for calling in, man. I'll and, see uh, you, of course, man. And, I, and we'll get down there soon, I promise. Yeah, awesome. come on by. You guys are close, and, uh, you know, it's a quick ride over here, and we'll hang Queens, out with man. We gotta, Queens. We always got to represent yeah. Queens together. Right near yeah. Astoria. We'll drink some beers. And and, uh, we're going to interview you. Smoke, uh, <laughs> is there a lot of pot smoking at these shows? Like, as soon as you guys rip into back with a bong, like the whole fucking place fills up with smoke, and I'm it's not, like a huge. I'm not clap. gonna lie, you know, there's, there's some benefits to playing pot. You know, <laughs> is anybody it's high on shows. goofballs? <laughs> Juicy apple juice. All right, man. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of benefits to being in Murphy's Law. I'm yeah. sure there I'm not is. Gonna lie. Nice, yep. nice. It Thanks all works out. All right, guys. Just hey, think about that. Good. Enjoy yourself. When you bust, don't leave the garage. Whatever you do, we won't. When awesome. you're busting up concrete in that uh, crawl space, think about you know the next show oh, you play God. and all the benefits that are going to come your way. I think I'm going to take a nap next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart move. All right, don't fall asleep in the crawl space. There's dangerous uh, toxic gases in there. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll see you, Doug. Hi, man. You guys be right. good, all right? Later. Later. Thanks, Doug. Fuck yeah. Peace. That's Doug, uh, bass player of Murphy's Law. We're not expecting him to call in, but there he is. That was him. All right. That was, that was good. good. Right. I like that. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Just take a break? I want to get those guys in here so we got like, to go nuts. Like, yeah. I will je- I, it's going to be like the cover of Back with a Bong in here. <laughs> I, those, I, I, be par- I partied with these guys last Friday night. In lieu of doing the show, I couldn't go down to Asbury Park, so right. I went out and I went and saw them. Henceforth, all this communication. Uh, and they were, A, were fucking awesome live. I mean, where was blew, this? At Irving Plaza. Blew me off. The, I was like, holy shit, they were so good. <coughs> and then B, the backstage, I mean, like the dressing room. That you were with? Oh, that's uh, my friend from Brazil. Uh. But uh, the, uh, the the dressing room was a fucking, uh, it was crazy. It must have been like a Van Halen show in like 81. It, it, like there's people going fucking nuts back there. Really? Yeah. Jägermeister cupcakes. Once I had a pretty... It was hats off to Larry back there. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I oh God, I just want to be in a band one day where it's hats off to Larry backstage. <laughs> And not just like me bowling with Dan Dara. <laughs> the Jägermeister cupcakes were top notch. <laughs> Jägermeister cupcakes. That sounds pretty terrible. They were. They all had like little shots built into them. They were pretty. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty neat. It was a good concept. What'd you go with? I went with Kerry, and uh, I had a friend of mine. He's like a. He's like a big time singer in like a big metal band in Brazil, and. He's also like the Bobby Flay of Brazil, like oh, no wow. shit, yeah. That's pretty good. And uh, he had like a five-star restaurant. I met him down there. And oh, that's the skateboard guy? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's the, not Brazilian the same. Brazilian national anthem? Listen, I don't have Brazilian sound effects, all right? So, uh, that was a reach. <laughs> he actually, I think they like old-timey baseball well, he, down there. He, 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 he contacted me and said, I'm in New York. I think I, you're I, right. <laughs> he contacted me and said, I want to go see this band, The Suicide Machines, who I don't know. I don't know shit about ska. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take, you know, we'll go down. I, I have a friend. We work there. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get in for free. And then I see Murphy's Laws on the bill. I'm like, hell yes, I'm definitely going. Now, you knew them already, Murphy's Law, for a while? Or is this oh, the no, first time you Murphy's met him? I knew Murphy's Law way back when. Well, yeah, I mean, I've met them over the years, but there's been so many fucking band members. Right. That I couldn't tell you, you know, Aaron Collins from White Trash used to be in the, in, <laughs> the bass player. Uh, wow. Apparently, Dean Rispler was the bass player. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> from... Uh, <laughs> Ever hear of Dean Rispler? Nope. Nope. Was he in nope. Danger, I, he Danger? He said he was in Murphy's Law. <laughs> danger, Danger. Well, we could ask. We'll ask Jimmy. Does Woody like Danger, Danger? No, Woody hates Danger. Danger, danger. What do you would like to hear from you? What do you only? What do you doesn't stand for false metals? <laughs> dangers, dangers. <laughs> I asked him about enough Z enough last week. No. I, I do want to play a game with Woody, and hopefully we can do it next week. Where it's it's the original crap, not crap, which is you can't explain yourself. So I'll give Woody a ban, and he has to say whether they're crap or not crap, and he can't explain. So it's hard. Like you'll give him like kiss, and you have to take the whole thing into account. You know what I mean? Or you give him like a ban, like the entire catalog. A metal band like uh, Crocus, even. Well, Van Halen's a good example. Right. Like, you have to just crap them or not crap them, and you can't qualify it. You can't sit there and make excuses. You can't explain yourself. You and can't those say are the rules. you like the first three albums and not the last I six think it will be something. so tough on him because waffle he loves factor? to talk. No, nothing. No waffle factor. Nothing. No. <laughs> crap or not. That's what makes it hard. And then Woody, you know, he loves to explain everything. He knows everything about every band, so I think it'd be funny just to reduce him to yes or no. Yeah. And fuck him. <laughs> Let's have him call. It's gonna be tough, man. It. It's gonna be tough. I I, I saw him at the bar. Uh, he came to see us play, and I was trying to explain it to him. And I gave him a couple examples, and he was having a rough time. And he was like, "I don't know." Uh, I gotta, uh, so it'd be fun to watch him squirm. Just get him on the blower for that. Oh, I didn't ask the guy about wiping. Well, said, I, Listen, I, I can't do everything. No, 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 but I figured that they're going to come in and I'll ask. Mike them hustled them right off the air. <laughs> because that I wasn't a, I was not expecting it, and b, I mean, we were running out of shit to talk about. Like, I think we get a better vibe, and then let's we'd get, like to do them justice. Yeah, we did have to take a break. Mike, Mike actually, said, "Wrap though, it up." Right? Yeah, wrap it up. Mike is correct uh, that we do have to take a break. Our our. Sponsors are uh, screaming. Yeah, yeah. A prick of a general manager. They're banging on the glass right now. Let's see, what do I got here? Here's a word from our uh, our newest sponsor. Our newest sponsor. That's right. I don't know who they are, but here they are. He bowls on Tuesday nights. He falls asleep at poker. He thinks the bagpipes are annoying. There's a pan size that doesn't exist. He bets on touch football. 
I get fucked up, motherfucker. This is Jimmy Gestapo of Murphy's Law, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage, Queens, baby!
Yeah, Murphy's Law, and I have one. I have a special, uh, a special, brand new debut, exclusive, live from the barrage, exclusive. <laughs> um, it's the new. Yeah, I had to clean that pot. It's the new runny song that uh, Lemon Cookie sent me last night. So let's listen in on the new, brand new unreleased runny. Yeah. Whoops. Damn it. <laughs> I'm kind of a retard. I put that part in myself. <laughs> an actual band now. I like that. It's heavy. I dug I, that. I, I kind of, yeah, I got my fucking dick out to that good, one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this song could get your grandma out of a coma. That's what I'm talking about, man. Right there. Uh, yeah, that runny song's good. It's like they actually wrote a song. It's amazing. I actually, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm well. I have probably lied in the past, but I, I'm not gonna lie here, and I've never listened to Runny. I don't know shit about them. <laughs> Oh, uh, they're good. Well, we played them a bunch on the show. Well, We've I, had lemon cookie. Right. In. Well, I did my my homework on that, and it was it was interesting. Um, I but I what I did get was mostly live videos, and it was not the same. Yeah, you're right. The record experience is completely different than the live experience. Yeah, I've because uh, <laughs> Ken's not shirtless in front of you, like mm. throwing shit around and nah. going nuts. I'm not worried about his titty hair getting on me <laughs> during YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> Name my new band, Titty Hair. <laughs> Side project. That's right. I'm going to get a pet named Harry Butthole. Oh, uh, yeah? Talking to the mic and tell us. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> titty Hair. Ladies and gentlemen, Titty I'll Hair. present to you Titty Hair. <laughs> the loudest band in the world, Titty Hair. 
You wanted the breast? You, you got, got, got the, the breast. breast. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest tits in the biz. <laughs> Titty hair. Hey, Mike and I during the week were talking about this disgusting Michael Douglas story about how he comes outside. It's like an old man's like, hey, look, I eat pussy. <laughs> I well, eat a lot of it. But... On the well, I said this to you, and I'll say it again. That we decided that was probably one of the most manly things that could have happened. <laughs> uh, by a long shot, that thing like takes manly to a whole new level. And I said the only thing manly How'd you get cancer too much pussy. Yeah, I ate too much pussy. Right, suck it, norms. <laughs> but you saw me on People magazine, right? So then I, but I thought the only thing manlier would have been if for the pussy ate him. <laughs> and that's how, and that's how he died. Like, how'd you die? I ate by a pussy. Yeah, right. Like, teeth. Yeah, because it's, it's almost just as bad. You know, well, the pussy killed me. Well, really, it did. Like in in my version, <laughs> man eating it pussy eats Michael Douglas. It's like Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> You named your vagina Seymour? <laughs> <laughs> well, because my vagina touches my butthole and it sees more butts. Yeah, see more butts. Right. It only makes sense. I have big <laughs> lips, Story though. checks out. Perfect sense. <laughs> they, they, call, they, call, they used to call me Long Labia. You know what it is? He was in, he was in, the, he was in that Liberace movie. Magic Finger. And he's like, yeah, he he's watched it, it and he's like, this is way too gay. Yeah. I got to go out and tell the people. But I, I eat tons of pussy. You have to know. <laughs> I have it on my DVR. I haven't watched it, but I saw like 10 minutes of it, and it, it was interesting as fucking hell. Enough but for me to But is something wrong with him now, though? No, that's Liber yeah, Liberace. He's dead. Yeah, 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 it's a lot wrong with well, him. A lot a more than just Douglas. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. He, had, he got oral cancer, and he claims that he got it from eating uh, uh, from uh, oral sex. The somebody human get, Pampelona yeah, virus. Somebody get this guy a newspaper. Pampelona! <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Apparently, Thursday. he's eating Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Pampelona, oh, no! Whoa. <laughs> no! Sometimes you eat the pussy, sometimes the pussy eats you. Cute <laughs> <laughs> gunshot. Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> crowbarred the Wilhelm scream into that uh, Apollonia bit. <laughs> Michael Doug Douglas has given a candid interview sharing his thoughts about the causes and cures of his throat cancer. What did he do to cure it? Suck dick? <laughs> <laughs> Was it all the smoking and whiskey? I'd like it's to think so, but uh, this is the vaginas that I put in my mouth all day. <laughs> I, I'm 80. <laughs> yeah, I have to say that I worked with him not too long ago. I had and he to... ate your pussy. No, he didn't even try. <laughs> He's just it's very HPV. frustrating. Does he eat tuna while eating pussy? I, I'm down to a half drinks, a pack of vagina. Vodka a day. and tuna fish is his, mother, is his other primary diet. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones worth cancer, Steve V says. But you know what was that movie that Gallagher used to say, uh, hey, you want to play uh what the fuck was the name of that movie? Where she, like in the in the promo of the movie, she it's a movie her with her and Sean Connery, yeah. Yeah. and you see her ass in the air go yeah. under a laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. They're like spies or some shit. What the fuck is the name of that movie? What you're the man now, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the, the man now, now dog. <laughs> Eat your pussy. I like the way Catherine Zeta Jones' ass sticks in the air. Entrapment. Thank you, Silvermartron. So then uh, Gallagher would always turn to me and be like, hey, you want to play Entrapment? <laughs> we, named the, we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> Gallagher would be I'd writhing like, on the floor. I'd like to see your bubble gum. <laughs> Somebody sat in your bubble gum. <laughs> Michael Douglas will start chewing on it. <laughs> he thinks big league chew is pussy. <laughs> big red. And he also yeah. claims cunnilingus was is uh, he what do you think he, the, the best cure for gum for his more, cancer is, is more eating more pussy, yeah. It's gum in a pouch. 
Well, I, you know what? I admire him for, you know, like standing behind his cause, but that's just silly. I think he's got a better check for brain cancer there, too, buddy. Well, I, I, sm- I smoked about. a pack a day for 20 years, got lung cancer. I'm going <laughs> to smoke two packs a day to get I rid of that shit. I need some really big. <laughs> I'm actually saying to his wife, he's like, listen. Watch this. I'm gonna go out there and, and tell I'm, tell the world you have a bad pussy. No, that wasn't what I was gonna well, say. Well, his ex-wife came forward and said, "There's nothing wrong with my vagina." Did she? I swear to God. <laughs> Listen, honey, I don't have. This watch story. this for a goof. I'm gonna go out there and tell them it's from eating pussy. This is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I guarantee that's what happened. He probably, you know what? He's at that age where he just doesn't care anymore. Shits and giggles age. Want to play entrapment? Right. He's got enough money. He doesn't care. He doesn't need the jobs. He's not like trying to fucking. What does he care? <laughs> By the way, uh, if you listen to the show on iTunes, you're a boob. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, I know it costs money. It costs two bucks, I think. This iCatcher, this podcast app, is the best. It works. Hey, John, Everything you, is there. Hey, John, you got two bucks? Yeah, I'll give you two bucks. Every, all our shows are there. They're all in order. It's, it's easy to listen to. It's easy to stream or download. It's, it's unbelievable. I'm getting it now. Get it now. It's called Eye Catcher, I think. Right? We, don't, we don't even like with the letter I. Eye Catcher, yes, with the letter I, but also with an exclamation point Ooh. at the end. We okay. don't even get the money. It doesn't go to us. <laughs> no, we don't. Vote we, Quimby. We don't. never get the money. Else gets money. I just want people to listen to money. it. Money. And it's the easiest way. I'm <laughs> telling you. I've done research. I bought every stupid app. It cost me 15 bucks. <laughs> and I tried them all. It's called every stupid app. It's fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those utility Swiss Army knife apps that has everything. No, it's it's called iCatcher. It's very easy to use. It's coming in. And use. if you don't like it, use. I will personally give you your two dollars back. Thank you. Uh, Not a fan. Not a fan. Can I have that two bucks. Yeah. Well, sorry about uh, giving you, um, you know, fifty million hours of entertainment for free. Go buy this stupid thing if you want to listen to it. Yeah, it's good. I'm sorry, it's just downloaded. The cause of and solution to all, all of life's, life's problems. problems. Indeed it is. And that's how it goes. Hey, Mike Frances is at it again. Oh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. There comes the ball. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work with those apps. <laughs> the Lord's work. Yeah, yeah, it's good, right? Have you run into any problems, Conan, with it? Since we've yeah, got- it's been smooth sailing for once. Good. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I've said finally all the show- I thought it was me because half the shows are on iTunes, half they're all mixed up, and then I got this thing. They're all in order. It's beautiful. Well, you know what I noticed? I mentioned this is that like all the, the you know put on your conspiracy hat, I guess, but all the really popular shows like you know your what the fuck Mark Marin, whatever, Life in the those Bible. download just fine. No right. problem there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they have tech people working on that. Professionals, yeah. yeah. Hi, this yeah. is This American Life, and uh, I come to you this week. Hi, this is uh, Conan Neutron on This American Life. Download our <laughs> podcast on iCatcher. So, Conan, um, are you... You're listening to live <laughs> in the Are you... Of course, Conan, a uh, host of uh, Can't Stop the Signal podcast, which is, if you have iCatcher, you could easily listen to those, too. It's so easy. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Conan, right. you have some inside information on this uh, uh, NSA Verizon Wired yeah. fucking keeping phone records bullshit that everyone's up in arms about. All right, so so basically, it's enough with the nonsense here. All right, everyone's all up in arms about this today. Everyone's freaking out. Oh, the world, the sky is falling. Oh, it's terrible. This has been going on for a really, really, really long time. You mean since the Bush administration? I was going to say you blame it on the Bush administration. Since wind talkers. No. Actually, before that, even. And that, so it all started in travel back in the way back machine, wind talkers. Me, if you will. Okay. 
1997. Year is 1997. <laughs> Send a telegram. I want all the telegraphic records. They're going to be playing on turf. Straight to President Buchanan's office. Too sweet. <laughs> all right, good. Lord, at least we dodged that bullet, right? Fuck. <laughs> 1997 is a long time ago. Terrorists on Long Island, stop. Conan was five. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Five years old, right? Uh, so it's a, a thing called carnivore. There was a system called carnivore. The government created it. The idea was uh, it was commissioned by the FBI to monitor email and electronic communication. So mind you, this is 1997, right? Internet as we know it existed, but not in the way that we know that it existed. There was no social networking, there was no uh, you know, yeah. retweeting, no Pinterest, any of that bullshit. I was at my friend Derek's house and we would play with the modem and talk to someone from Bolivia. And it, it, it wasn't a chess? And it cost six million dollars yeah. a wasn't year. Movie quote money. trivia. Yeah. Exactly. On AOL yeah. chat room. Yeah, I, I explained it to uh, Gritzy and, and Mouse as a uh, you know, when I saw my first non-porn animated GIF, it was kind of a breakthrough. <laughs> yeah. On the computers and things like that. Anyway, so start <laughs> off with Carnivore, right? It was the gift of Ed, so, gift of Ed McMahon driving and, a bike. And, by, the way, and by the way, the guy who invented the, the GIF came out and said it's pronounced GIF. Yeah. He finally uh, admitted to it. Yeah, I know. Everyone says all the nerds are like, screw that. And this Carnivore you speak of is not the Peter Steele fronted band. No, <laughs> that's a good reference, though. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Peter Steele of the, uh, the Playgirl spread and uh, also yep. type of negative. And he would not allow himself to be photographed flaccid in the Playgirls spread, from what I understand. Well, Why would just, you? That's just good marketing. Yeah. <laughs> He's no dummy. <laughs> that was smart, full time. The carnivore carnosaur. Anyway, so Go ahead, Conan, sorry. When people kind of catch on to it, they're like, ah, maybe that name sounds a little bit... Uh, I don't know, not good for, you know, being benign. So eventually it gets re this thing called DCS, right? Well, this is all the government trying to develop their own stuff. Turns out that private industry making profit on trying to collect data on people can do it better. So this company called Naris put together a thing called Naris Insight in 2005. Now, the thing, the thing that went, made this from relatively innocuous, like, you know, okay, here's some nerds um, talking about usurper and, uh, you know, looking at this chick's tips. Looking from that over to what we know of as the data mining and data collection that is now. Like, for instance, if you search on a Microsoft Word document or an internet page for the phrase crocus tapes, yeah. then you probably get hits on that, right? Now, they're not looking for crocus tapes. Probably get oh, hits. Yeah. Everyone loves crocus. Maybe Metal Rendezvous. Who knows? <laughs> Metal Rendezvous? But uh, what, what happened was when the Patriot Act was implemented, that kind of kicked that stuff into overdrive. Now, there's a thing, there's actually a really cool frontline documentary about the uh, AT&T room in San Francisco. It's actually called, uh, you can Google it, too. It's like you can Google DRI. You can Google uh, Room 641A. <laughs> room 641A. Keep DRI out yeah, of that, Yeah, that's though. in San Francisco in the uh, <laughs> plus DRI. Yeah, if you wanna if you want to see where DRI's playing, Google DRI and also Google what Con is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this is a data center in San Francisco. And uh, this frontline documentary, uh, you know, I got no affiliation with it. Like, I don't know all, all from it. But it was one of the only things I ever saw that was, oh, this actually telling the like it is from someone. Because I, I, for, for the record, when I'm not doing the other things that I do that are a giant pit of money that I set on fire, I do network security. Right. Oh. Okay. You want to name the company and your boss, please. <laughs> 
and your salary. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I picture like this giant facility where they, because they, all these articles where they show like they're collecting your phone records, they show like these ominous buildings as the picture. Like it could be anything. And But I always picture like, you know, they have this. I don't think every, someone's sitting there going through all these things. The amount of data is fucking, it's, it's, if you took everybody in the it's country you. and put it on, you couldn't do it. I saw it. I can't keep up with my own text, much less if I had 10 people to go after, you know? I, I saw an interesting fact that if you took all the photos of all time, it, 20% of them were taken in 2012. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Yeah. A, you couldn't get through it. So anyway, I think there's like a wing. Like there's some poor bastard and it's his job to go through and file them away. And there's like a whole, there's like three floors of like just 420, bro. In file cabinets, and those are the texts that they're like uh, another four twenty. Every other one's like four twenty, bro. Let's smoke. Yeah, so rolling over pictures of blunts, rolling every building they have uh, floor forty two dedicated to the four twenty. As four twenty hits every time frame. Oh great! Here come the Heshers. Yeah, if the terrorists are smart, they just write four twenty, bro, and everything, and it would immediately be uh, you know ignored by the the software. Go to floor forty (laughs) two. A tray bag of cock. <laughs> I just got a text from Bill. Uh, Bill it says tray bag of cock. What if the government's after me? Well, I'm thinking, all right, and that's just it. I think people have an an overinflated sense of importance, right? That they think that oh, the government's uh, you know they're, they're coming after me. They're coming. After- Shit. Hello. Hey. Hi. Is this thing still going on? Yeah. Who's calling? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Name's uh, Ringo. Calling from Georgia. Oh, hey. How you doing? I think I just hung up on Conan Neutron. <laughs> I didn't mean to, Conan. Damn it. Oh, he's going to get so mad at me again. Sorry, dude. I have a... Wait. I might have him on hold. Oh, he is on hold. Wait, can I put him through? We didn't know we could do this. I think I could do it. Hello? Conan? 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 Oh, no. Hello? And we just lost everything. Hello. I lost them. Damn it. I'm sorry, Conan. Fuck. I, I stopped right. the signal. We were playing it so clean tonight, too. I know. I, I can't figure out the phones. Hey, Patrick. How you doing, man? We flew too close to the sun. How you guys doing? Conan. Uh, oh, here he goes. He's yeah. coming back. Let me see if I can do this. Watch this. He's going to use the F word. Watch me do it. Hello? We like to experiment. Well, they're on to us. I guess shred everything, you know? Is that ah, them? Listen, I, I think I have Conan and Patrick on the phone. Is that correct? That's that. I'm here. I'm here. Conan? Hey. All right. I did it. I did it. <laughs> we didn't know we could do that. Sorry, we had a Is phone call. Like, uh, like chat roulette or something? <laughs> uh, we, nope. have, we, nope. have, we have Ringo from the forums uh, from yeah, Athens, yeah. Georgia. Hey, Patrick. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Conan? How are you? Hey, pretty good, man. I think this is the first time I've actually talked to you in person. you got a sexy voice. Why don't you guys just yeah. talk for a while? We're going to take a break. <laughs> Conan yeah, was just explaining to us. Like uh, huh? Somebody check and see if the neutron pants are on. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Just <laughs> yeah. playing around a chat. Anyway, I, hey, I was pretty much done here. All I wanted to say was that uh, there's plenty of information out there. The Glenn Beck maniacs will like trump it up that it's some conspiracy. The only conspiracy is for people to make money. All right? That's all it is. They're not looking for your stuff. It's just a thing, all right? It's a profit thing where they're, uh, they're how tracking can, uh, the, the usage. How can you make me feel safer about this, Conan? <laughs> Stop texting me pictures <laughs> of your bush hairdo, and we won't, we won't have to worry about it. It's not just... It's, I only, I, they're group texts, asshole. You're not the only one. <laughs> just because he doesn't want it anymore. Listen, 
you can got to click on subscribe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Conan, for that uh, uh, that insight. That's uh, Thanks, it's Conan. That very helpful. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Take care. All right. Take it easy. The I'll world. see you soon. The world is a safer place. All right. We got we got our there goes. Now we have uh, now we have uh, Ringo from the forums. How you doing, Ringo? Ringo's a drummer from Athens, Georgia. Famous drummer. He's yeah. A band yeah. called Easter Island. Thanks for letting me uh, talk on the radio. He's the, he's the other drummer podcast. named Ringo. Anytime, anytime. I think the first podcast we did, you called me like the day before, and we talked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fucking finally hit this moving target, but it's not actually a moving target. It's in my brain, it is. Well, Friday night so. must be tough for you as a rocker. You're out there rocking. Yeah, I had today off, you know. It's kind of a big day for us. How's the? Uh, how's everything going? How's your family? Well, we won, so. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I talk yeah. about that? Explain well, further. I want to, I want to kind of, you know, just sort of caution everybody, like, to not like go stampeding for my Facebook page and, and make big public announcements. Right. I mean, I okay. doubt that, uh, you know, this guy's family in Barrow County, Georgia. I'll just say be- for my audience, so they know a little bit what we're talking about, that Ringo was involved in a court battle that involves an adoption, and that's all I'll say about it. Yeah, we, 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 uh, you know, a year, a year and a little more ago, we, um, we took custody of this little girl we were hoping to adopt. And um, her birth father and the family um, kind of popped up. We didn't uh, know anything about them, and, and they were very opposed to the adoption. And and um, and there were a lot of legal issues, and uh, and um, but it was really, I think, in the best interest of the child to be with us. And You're damn right, they agreed. I think that's the and greatest they, thing in the world. Uh, that's the best, man. You're my, really making me feel great. Yeah. With my this. niece is adopted, and it's it's the greatest blessing. It really is. Good for you. Yeah, and I I just you know I. Uh, like I just want to sort of like the guy, you know, he's a, he's a young guy. He's had some problems, and he made a tremendous sacrifice today. He he agreed to sign the papers to let us parent this child, and we're going to stay in touch. It's going to be open adoption because I don't want her to grow up with a black hole, you know, like wondering why she was put up for adoption. Right. And, and no, that's a good and move. Because that, because you know, little girls are hard enough, and I don't want her to have this black hole that she projects all her insecurities into for the rest of her life. But, sure. but that said, you know, today was a huge. I mean, probably saved us an additional twenty or thirty thousand dollars in legal fees right. on top of what we've already had. And the PRF has paid almost. I mean, just a huge, more than half of the legal fees we've had have been paid by the PRF. That's crazy. Uh, and, Wow, it's huge! It's an amazing yeah. uh, community. You guys can I, I, make fun of it, but uh, there's actually like when something really goes down, like people like a, a, a guy recently was out of a place to live, and uh, people helped him out, and like uh, Ringo's situation, you know, people jump in and they they, they start PayPal and money, and it snowballs, and it's a fucking feel good yeah. festival. I don't mean, I don't I'm mean, gonna cry. I don't mean this <laughs> as a joke, but uh, that's like the type of thing you would see on 60 Minutes. I mean that that uh, organization is really making a difference. I'm all, really happy for you, man. All my pets are adopted. John's making yeah, a difference it's, right it's, now. 60 Minutes. <laughs> that was a stretch. It's, 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 it, yeah, I mean, I just can't tell you guys like what a difference it's made for us because otherwise. You know, we would have been in debt. This would have been all on the Amex, you know, and and I would spend the next twenty years like thirty-five dollars a month, you know. So they kind of take everything away from us, you know. But um, it's uh. When did this happen? Did this happen today? Yeah, it happened uh, at about about lunchtime today. Oh wow, that's great! Congratulations, man. This is this is this is some news. I came home and, and, and just passed out, like you know. And a little, she, she's for, what, that's, like, that's, she's three that's years old? Like, suit off. Three years old or four? She's three. Just yeah, three she looks, she three looks older, March. you know. Yeah. And you're making us involved in part of the greatest day of your life. This is 
Thank you for letting us be a part of this, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it was this no PRF because they wouldn't have happened. We were able to, you know, when they said, can you do mediation? You know, I said, hey, Lisa, how much, how much money is in that account? She said, we can do mediation. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I mean, great. it matters. That's great. It mattered a lot. So that's it. So, it's 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 really like a closed deal. That's it's your daughter now. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome, man. That's great. amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna. She's in there watching Cars with mommy right now. They're having some popcorn <laughs> and ice cream. And uh, as soon as McQueen uh, does win the race, you know whatever the hell happens in that movie, I always get bored. But um, <laughs> well, once, once that's over, you know we're gonna put her to bed and we're gonna go sit on the porch and smoke a cigar. And, uh, and and now the real work starts. You know, now I got to start randomly punching fourteen-year-old boys in the face because you know it's never too soon to start scaring them to death. And did get you, their hands off did you dollar, bring that you up know. at the mediation? <laughs> <laughs> that came up <laughs> That's, that's another case he's involved in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next on the docket, yeah. uh, Ferguson again. <laughs> he deserved yeah. it. The PRF didn't pony up for that oh, one. Oh, man. Yeah. He deserved they it. They don't have any frequent flyer miles for this kid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a cause we don't want to be a part of. Well, that's great. I, I, I am curious. Do you let her know what's anything like what's going on? Like, she just, no, right? Like, she just assumed. Yeah, she's too young. She wouldn't understand. Right. You know, but we have a picture but of what the would birth father like, family. Up in, the, in, our, in her room, so you know we can sort of point to that. I mean, I think uh, you know that's your birth father, and that's the guy who sends the letters at Christmas and on your birthday, and, and and you know one day you'll probably meet him, and he can explain to you, you know, that he was he's he's he had some some problems, and and his life was a wreck, and, and you know he wasn't in a place where he could parent you, so we took over, you know. One um, of, that's one one of the great things about this getting a group together and helping you out is also a it could be a big drawback if it happens to go the other way. Not only does your heart break and, and your wife and the kid, yeah. but you're breaking the hearts of everybody who's, like, rooting for you, too, you know? Yeah. So I'm well, really glad it worked out. Yeah, I think I think, uh, I think Upchurch is going to have a nervous breakdown. He's been on his... <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, uh, see, I got to yeah, step, a- Web I gotta step is, away uh, from it. I can't... Because, uh, you know, if something... If it went the other way, like, you know, I try to separate myself from it a little bit because the pictures just break your heart of this girl, this little girl running yeah. around, and she's just so perfect and... You know, it, 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 so I, I try not to look at it too much because I'm like, oh, you know, something bad happens. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to put yourself out there too far. Like, I mean, you know, we, we took custody of her and we were told, you know, look, this is going to be open and shut. You know, her birth father's not involved in her life and the birth mother's in and out of jail and rehab and all this stuff. And it's just going to be open and shut, you know, just be a couple thousand bucks. And then, and then this, you know, like this, this shit storm opened up and, and like I was lying awake, like for months, just like. The sheriff's department is going to come and take this little girl away from me. Oh. What am I going to do? Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie to you. I, 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 I called the, uh, I called the, uh, you know, a couple of four members who live a long way from here. I was like, find me a job, cash only job, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, you know? that's the stuff you got to think about. Absolutely. Yeah, and then it's like at, at yeah. some point you're like, this is my kid, you know, and you do anything to to not have someone yeah. take your kid away, including, yeah. you know, move to Mexico. Or Make a run for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Belize. Costa Rica. I don't care. You know. <laughs> From now on, your name is Pachuela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My new name, Jose Padula. Um, <laughs> what do you mean I don't look like a hey, Jose? Fuck you. Um, you're a Fergus Tron. So, yeah. Big day, and um, and now like you know, we go back to normal. I can go out and, and go back to to being an asshole to people on the forum. Yeah, really, you don't have to be so nice anymore. <laughs> it's your prerogative. <laughs> Sucker, do it. 
<laughs> hey, those are really yeah, nice like, drums. You, Fuck no. you. Start with us. You could do it. You yeah. deserve this. Yeah, it's like marsupialized until he got a band. He was such a dick. You know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I think uh, Scott helped him fix his amp, and then he had to stop being a dick. He's <laughs> 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 like, so, Fuck you. you. Know, it's like, dude, I'll fix your amp. I'm going to make fun of that idiot from Titus Andronicus now, because uh, this is all sort of open and shut. You know? uh, that's been an epic clusterfuck. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I can't even wrap my head around it so long. This guy who... Uh, uh, I think he owns the. I know the guys. Do you? I know the guys at the club that he was. We're not giving him the resources to rock. Oh, uh, really? Oh, that was that. Was that down by you? Oh man, that's like I could drive there in ten minutes. This all happened like ten minutes to me. I didn't know it was an ad. The guys. I should get the guys in the club to join the forum so they can just kind of give the other side of it because, like, you know. He showed up. He's got this band full of like little punk rock syncophants. Everybody's ten years younger than he is, and, and he yells at him. You know, he's like a drill sergeant. You know, uh, he's that's charged. bullshit. And he's yelling at everybody. He's yelling at the club people. He's yelling at his band, and it's like everyone's like, "Wow, what a colossal dickhead!" You know. <laughs> Who's this? So this band, the guy yeah. from this band, Titus Andronicus, did a very interesting interview, to say the least, in uh, VV, I believe it was. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Somebody, it's, it's yeah, choice, somebody cared. Choice, choice quotes. I mean, the entire fucking thing is just absolutely batshit insane. It's great. We're very yeah, proud well, so to be from Brooklyn. So he plays the show in Athens, Georgia, and they have this whole new record is about the Civil War. And some audience member who's apparently like a huge fan of the band is African American thought it would be some kind of ironic statement or comedy to pass out tiny Confederate flags. Um. To uh, some sort of like um, statement, you know, while he played this one song about the war. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a goof. I love appropriate humor. He's such a cut up. You got to yeah. see him. He's going to pass out little uh, Confederate flags. going to be. You guys get it. Yeah, die. so this guy, apparently, this guy, Patrick Stickles, goes completely bananas and, and it has this huge rant about the Civil War and, and, and you know, the South and fuck Athens, Georgia, and apparently puts one of these flags up his ass as part of this uh, no. kind of uh, dialogue no. about he, you know, he racial did inequality. Put them up which, his ass? which I. I just wish that, you know, I wish that someone had thought of that and said the whole Freedom Riders thing, like, from, you know, it's just such a, like, they could have just stuck rubble flags. These guys, if you saw them, they're like this this, this crappy punk rock band. There's nothing edgy about them. He's Gigi Allen sticking things up. Gigi Allen thick. That's what these guys are. So wait, this guy Gigi Allen thick. He stuck the flags up his butt, for real. Yeah, sticking it. Yeah, that's the opening paragraph of the interview. By the time you get to the end of it, you know you're you're like six months older and you've forgotten the first part of the article. But yeah, it opens with uh, he's talking about yeah this protest, this thing is inevitably he put this thing up his ass. Which I'm like, yeah, which part of the Socratic method is that again? Like, um, yeah, Gerwitz on the chat box saying they sound like bad Bruce Springsteen tapes. I don't know if that means anything to you yeah. guys, but no, he has a song where he sings, "Baby, we were born to die." You know, uh, it's ed- it's like, that's edgy because it's di- it's not run. It's you die instead. Yeah, no, it's just, that's well, cool. He's darker than Bruce. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's he's more serious. <laughs> much much <laughs> bluer than Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen after yeah. dark. <laughs> See that joke Gets came a little in blue. <laughs> Electric blues. Yeah. Baby, we were born to die. <laughs> One, yeah. two, three, four. Glenn Danzig fronted Springsteen. Yeah, so I, I talked to the guys at the club, and they were like, you know, this guy was such a douchebag. Yeah, you know, the staff was kind of like, yeah, all right, well, here's a place to plug your guitar in and, you know, let us know when you're done. And they didn't exactly bend over backwards for the guy, but it wasn't like he was endearing himself to anyone. And then, you know. That's real punk rock. That's real punk rock. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't just, I don't, I, I have to plug in and play? 
Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? In a punk rock I mean, band. This is a venue, you know. Uh, uh, everything, everything he says about the venue in Athens, Georgia, is wrong. But if if you can't read through it and get to the end of it and think, I don't trust this guy to tell me what the weather is, you know, then you're, you're not a critical thinker. It's you know? uh, so, I don't know. Maybe you know. I'm hoping it's a goof because it's it's he's completely you know he's he's not self aware. He's got no self awareness whatsoever. Yo, there's a crap, not crap. Do you hope it's a goof or do you hope it's real? Which is funny. Uh, I hope it's, you know, like, oh, shit. You know, it's <laughs> tough because I don't hope, I hope it's real because it's funnier and I don't hope it's real because it's so sad, but I, I hope it's fake because then it won't be sad, but then it won't be as funny. So I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. It's tragic. It is, it is so, so tragic. Uh, whatever. Tragic. You should adopt those guys too. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. <laughs> you know, Athens, Georgia doesn't sound so bad to me either. Hey, I'm available. <laughs> okay. Athens is a great place. I, uh, some yard work. I have some of his uh, his yard choice, work. <laughs> some of his choice quotes from the interview pulled up. Uh, okay. You could say that the guitar is a weight that keeps me from flying too close to the sun and melting my wings. Really. Oh. Who, what? This, this can't be real. Wait a second. What was that again, Pat? <laughs> this sounds like Spinal Tap. No, there's so many great pull quotes from that article. I mean, you can just read them all day. And, I don't need and, to give that person the respect in my Gmail, which is supposed to be a positive place. Yeah. Oh, bullshit! Yeah. Bull- <laughs> I think he's got his Gmail and his G Spock. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. I don't know these kids anything, man. I mean, I owe them my entire life, obviously. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? How long has this person been around playing music? Who is, I don't I know. Since Monday. It's in a half-footed basement here. Around like a basement show like five years ago. But I think that was like 1,100 men members ago. Like, And it was terrible. I mean, Sounds it was like, like a self-important kind of electronic temper tantrum, you know? So, Pat, read some more of those quotes. They're great. <laughs> You're just cutting me up. <laughs> I was at a pawn shop today, and I saw guns for sale, and I observed that the guitar cases looked like gun cases. I'm not sure what that means right now, but that's, it means something. That's deep, man. <laughs> Fuck the audience. <laughs> he had this to say after the gig. Fuck the audience. <laughs> people come into our zone and they disrespect our ethnicity, but potentially the people around them. <laughs> nice try. Wrong. Thanks for playing. Pat. Pat. No, seriously, though, Walsh, this is a question I have for you. Like, um, you know, does this guy, uh, I mean, you guys are brothers, right? Since you're both Irish, right? Like, oh, yeah. Do you feel a... Kinship? Don't we usually just beat the shit out of each other? <laughs> us, us Irish brothers. <laughs> Who's fucking banging? You yeah. play the bagpipes I mean, together. <laughs> he, helped yeah, me put, he helped me put my bagpipes together. I'm, I'm not sure what county. I'm not sure what counties the stickles are from. <laughs> stickles. <laughs> he is a tinker. Never heard of that surname. All day long. Yeah. What's the beef, yeah. Chief? <laughs> All right, Patrick. How's that thank- kick drum working out for you, Patrick? Before you go. Oh Jesus. What's that? How's the kick drum that Pat sold you? Are you oh, kicking man. It? So I got, I you know, I, I ordered this hoop for it. I tell you, just for those of you who are just your audience, um, while I was in New York, I found a, um, uh, Patrick found a uh, 50s Gretsch kick drum on a trash pile in, somewhere in Queens and, and spent the next two months driving by seeing if the guy would throw the rest of the kit out. But, um, so I, I got it home. I cleaned it up. It, uh, you know, the wrap is a little yellow, but the drum is round. Which is remarkable considering the shell is so thin. Yeah. And, and 
And I ordered a replacement hoop. I ordered an actual 50s hoop, and it came in. It was so twisted and unusable that I sent it back to the guy and got a refund. Um, but then just painted a modern hoop to match it and put some wrap on it. And You're a guy I'm waiting on heads, done. but it, it looks great. <laughs> sounds great. I'm gonna go I'm gonna wrap yeah. some um, some sort of more recent but still vintage Gretsch toms to match it. And Whoa. and I was gonna, uh, you know, I don't mind taking this public. When I'm done with it, I'm gonna shoot a big photo of it and say, "Hey, Walsh, you know, you pay me what I got in it. You can have the whole thing back." That's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking forward to. That's what, that was gonna be my next request. I expect I expect porno pictures. Just get yeah. Just get yeah. a kid in the bass drum when you get it back. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, gonna be a really nice kid to somebody. But I opened my store's locker the other day. My wife was standing there, and she said, did "You didn't tell me about there? this." I said, what do you mean, Dave? It's like Aladdin's cave for drums in here. Like, it's like six drum sets. I'm like, no, well, you could see six. This kind of, well, yeah. My yeah, ex, my, like nine. So you got to get rid of yeah. those. Yeah. My, ex, yeah. my ex-wife used to come home and there'd be a guitar in the in the floor, and she'd be like, "Did you always have that?" Yeah, I always had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abby, your wife's gonna come home with like some Toys R Us drum kit after she makes you get the get rid of the real one, and you're like, "Oh, what?" Yeah. yeah so. so so yeah, well, you know, let me Have get you seen my first act? Heads on it. If you're into it, man, I'll send it back to you. You know. All right, he agrees with that. Indeed, Indeed I do. <laughs> he just yeah. walked away for a minute. He <laughs> fell down. Yeah. All right, Patrick, thank you very wait much. Wait a minute, wait a minute, what? wait a minute. Here's the real reason why you called. How do you wipe? Stand, wipe. Standing up or sitting uh, front down. Front to back. <laughs> front to back. All right. Standing up or sitting down. Sitting down, standing up. What am I doing? Boy, I yeah. love you. What do you mean, what are you two? What are you, a girl? You sit fan. down? Oh, God damn it, you all standing of you. Up. Are you in that much of a hurry to go? Like, <laughs> you're you're right. you go-go town. Uh, Wiping sexist. You could, you could play words with friends with Steve while you're sitting on the thing, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Patrick. Uh, congratulations. Thanks, We're Patrick. really happy for you. This is a great, a great, great phone call. We're so glad that uh, everything worked out for you, man. I, I'm, I can bring this. I the PRF Sigh of relief. So great. And the PRF. With your hats off to them. Thanks, man, and thank you for changing the subject to Titus and uh, whatever his name is, because I was about to fucking break it, break down in tears. <laughs> I, was getting, I was getting a little weepy. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's yeah, take you- a break, and um, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, guys. Take and care. good luck, man. And uh, give that girl a kiss for me. Count on it. Do, do it right now. On the cheek. Relax, buddy. Take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, right? of course. Take it easy. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Hey, I have this, um, I have this great thing from um, somebody mixed up Paul's Boutique. That's great, man. Congratulations, Patrick. Yeah, that's awesome. Somebody mixed up. Uh, it's, it's a mix of Paul's Boutique made entirely from the original sample sources. Right. Okay, and now this is uh, Solid Steel, which is a radio show, another internet radio show, I believe, in association with Serato. Um, these, these, is that Sean Combs' uh, liquor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these three Solid Steel DJs, Chiba, Money Shot, and Food, had the idea of collaborating on a version of the Beastie Boys' Pulse with Ink album made entirely from the original sample sources. So without further ado, I think like, you can just like drop in anywhere you want in this thing, and I think it's pretty cool. So I'm gonna, that's what we're going to play during the break. <laughs> I want to get into this. Wait, I want to go to this specific part. Here we go. I like hassle free. The age old question what came first, the chicken or the egg? They say has finally been answered. Yeah. Five 
and shot a bad game of pool and hustle all the temps I could find. Well, now they call me sport because I pushed the bar short and loved all the women to death. I partied hard and packed a mean rod and could knock you out to the right or left.
Most sensational act in showbiz. DJ Money Shot, yeah! scratch.
kind of cool because it's two different Beatles songs put together. It's, it's, uh... Live from the garage. And uh, what we're going to do is a little Ryan game. If Ryan's not too busy uh, asking Siri to show him Christy Brinkley's boobs. Apparently, Ryan lives in 1987. <laughs> hey. What can I, I say? I'm into those uptown girls. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. That's, That's one wrong answer for Ryan. <laughs> Let me get rid of this. Yeah, I know. I, I can't do everything, okay? Take it easy. I didn't say shit. I filled in for you. Take it down a notch, all right? I'm trying to get this soundboard up here. Everybody cool the fuck out, man. <laughs> I can't move this thing around. I can't I can't get it. What's the beef, up, Chief? Up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. I think I'm fucked. Yeah, of course my sound doesn't work. Did you plug it in? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't move this fucking stupid thing. Out of, oh, no, I can't. What's okay. the beef, Chief? <laughs> All right. I got it, Chief. I got the beef, Chief. Oh, that's good. What's the beef, Chief? <laughs> it up. All right, here we go. And Ryan, do you have a game for us this week? I do. I'd like to play some uh, Ryan games. Do you fellas know where I could score some goofballs? <laughs> Today I've showered for the first time in two and a half days. I'm going around looking for uh, valuables in the trash bag. Oh, that's not... It. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I'm the winner. I was looking for this. Here's Ryan's uh, German alter ego, Klaus, who has a game show of his own. It's time for the super sensational Punch Down Party Game with your host, me, Klaus. <laughs> there he is. Right. <laughs> They're ripping me off overseas. You can God see uh, Ryan uh, perform that live on Vine. <laughs> <laughs> Check your local I'll listings. Follow you on Vine. I need to follow you on Vine. <laughs> follow this. He showed me a fucking. He showed me like the before he started the video. He showed me like the still of it, and I said, "Who the hell is that?" And then he starts it, and like the first, but until it changed, I'm like, "Who the fuck is that?" You know, I'm. I didn't know who it was. So you got me, Chief. I got gotcha. you, Chiefy. Gotcha, bitch. Also, if you're on Vine, uh, please be sure to check out uh, Live from the Barrage on there. And uh, hashtag literal Rodney Dangerfield if you want to watch me it's do a stuff. puppet show drunkenly in my garage at 2 in the morning. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. <laughs> what are you doing in there? A puppet show? Fuck off. Not that bad. I'm working on something. I swear to God. I mean, you know, you got to see the scene. Your husband's out in the garage. It's 2.30 in the morning. He's smashed. And he's got a fucking Rodney Dangerfield doll. You got to bring your kids to and school a, in five hours. A brick wall wrapping paper I found in my attic. And he's doing bits. It's the saddest fucking shit you've ever seen in your life. It's like, come on, dude. Grow the fuck up, you idiot. It depends. Sad for you. Sad for who? It's, it's funny as hell for me. <laughs> Some people in this world are selfish. Not you. <laughs> not me. Yeah, right. You do this for everybody. You're going to be spending I, time I with my that. kids. I'm busy coming up with bits for Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Oh, I gotta tell you, it ain't easy. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer, is right. 
So. What do you got for us this week, Austin Shit Fingers? One mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. This fingers, game uh, is game uh, called the Urban Dictionary Game. Oh. Uh, basically, I'll uh, ask questions that are extracted from Urban Dictionary. Do we need our buzzers? No, because right. it's it's uh, it's gonna be a casual game. Making so sure. I have a feeling uh, the chat box is gonna kick ass on this one. Yeah, because they could. They're very urban. <laughs> uh, Mr. King in the chat box. No, it rules. Fuck your kids. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Thanks. I'll keep doing literally, literal, literal Rodney Dangerfield. I had to move the sign for. I had to move Rodney's backdrop a little while. Boy, is my dog <laughs> ugly? By the way, it's over there. Boy, my dog's ugly. I tell you, I took her to the dog show. She lost. No, no, I was alone in here and I was cleaning up, but I decided I'm like, what am I? How doing? ugly is he? <laughs> I love that. That's great. I had to move the whole literal Rodney stand-up uh, backdrop. My doctor gave me pills. They made me sick. Very sick. <laughs> I'm throwing up all night. I had an allergic reaction. It's well hard. I like Vine because they put you in that six-second box, and you can see what people come up with. Like, a lot of people are just like, ah, tanning. Right. Uh, you know, blah, blah. And there's so many bad Vines. It's a lot to sift through. But if you know what to Hashtag follow. Hashtag tanning. <laughs> oh, my God. But Hashtag can, tanning. The, yeah, the, loophole is, the loophole is you can type in a quick explanation of what it is. That's true. But you have to. I like. I like that it's uh, you know like a, a creative challenge to stick all that within six seconds. It's I, cool. You know how much I can stick in six seconds? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll bet. Half of it. <laughs> well, let's see here, Mike. Ryan you have six seconds on the game. clock. Go. I'm sticking. We had plenty of time. We had time to read the fucking paper. What is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? All right, let's get on with the Ryan game. Thank you, Ryan. All right, Ryan, ready? All right, so I'm, I'm either going to give you the definition where you have to give me the word, or I'll give you the word where you have to give me the definition. Kerry, that was the shortest explanation of rules ever. Happy? There you go. <laughs> Carrianos. I didn't say I'm anything. having dinner at Carrianos tonight. Why are you guys eyeballing me? I didn't look at you. He's looking at you. Eyeballs over here is looking at me. <laughs> Thank you, Kerry. <Carrie> <laughs> I'm looking at that big gash on your arm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have a fucking 40-pound cat that decides it's time to get out. You know, Kerry, <laughs> Kerry, I think decided you want some white meat. I think you better hold that. Thank you, Kerry, because things see, are going off the rails already. Here I want to see that Fantastic Four t-shirt on your cat. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I bet you met my cat and I wear the same size and t-shirt. <laughs> You brought your girls over to watch look at my fat cat. Oh, they they're still talking about it. Cat Damon. <laughs> cat Damon. Okay, I bend over, scream into my ass. What do I <laughs> I don't like this game, scream into your ass. Can we just do that instead? Pass. <laughs> I'm like Jay Love, it's pass. First one to scream into my ass wins. <laughs> Alright, let's go. What First is the game John was happy to lose? Alright, here's the game. Ryan game. All right, so this first one, I'll hey, give John? you a definition. John? Yeah. We got water coming in here. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Let me take a look at this. Hold on. This has been raining all day. This He's not tropical kidding. Tropical storms. Hold on. Wow. Okay. What's up? I'm like, why is my foot not making noise when I tap? Eh. Uh-oh. Right. So we got it. in behind the, bro, the bar? The, the, the no. Fireplace. No, it just goes right up to the globe. All right, as long as it's just on hairdo, that's fine. All right. <laughs> The carpet's I, I, agree. It it's, I agree. This is a, to give you an idea of how hard it's been raining. That's never happened before, ever. Should we, should I've never seen that, that picture from the floor there. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. I think everybody's going to be hearing about <laughs> damage on the news tomorrow. It's like the Poseidon <laughs> Adventures in here. The, the, the whole garage, garage is upside <laughs> down. Upside down. We got to find the way out of this journey. <laughs> Where's the priest and OJ? <laughs> OJ. Oh, he's in the original. He was the security guard. Ah. Oh, OJ works for McCann. <clears throat> that water's deeper than you think. I'll give you that. 
Yeah. yeah it's pretty yeah. deep. We mean deep. Get all the um, valuables out of here. It's it's um, it's noticeable. Uh, I wonder deep. if there's water in my basement. Fuck. I don't know. Rodney looks concerned. Right, let's, Ryan, let's play the Ryan game. I just told Lorenzo <laughs> with a snorkel let's on. Play the Ryan game. So I can get home and assess the damage. All right. So here's the definition. You got to guess the word. Okay. The female equivalent of a bromance. A strong love between two straight females. The relationship can be described as closer than friends, but less than a dating relationship. A, a bromance is my answer. It's a good guess. It's not what they give, though. All right. Well, do I get a choice? Look at Johnny. John is like FEMA right now. He's fucking putting down sandbags. <laughs> He's using my testicles as sandbags for those of you at home. He's putting down ball bags. He doesn't even care about winning the game right now. Listen, I'm on hair dudes. Mike. I got time to win the game. I could miss the first question. I'm like the Phil Helmuth of this game. I just show up an hour later. It's about winning the game of life right now. Is that speedy drive? No, those are shirts and underwears. I, yeah, why would you think that was speedy drive? There's like five. There's like five shirts over there. Listen, when I got clothes, I don't want no mores. I give them to the poor peoples, and I use, and I take some and use them as regs. Regs. Yeah. <laughs> there's, right, there's no life from the Braj t-shirts in there, right? <laughs> no, of course not. Those are all old t-shirts, and they're gold. Do we need to buy more? More t-shirts? Yeah. Yeah, we're out of life from the Braj t-shirts. Uh, I have uh, I count like two here. I, I'll gladly uh, contribute money to make that happen. Same all here. right. Sounds good. We'll do that. All right. So anyway, uh, let me read it one more time. The female equivalent to a bromance. It's a strong love between two straight females. The relationship can be described as closer than friends, but less than a dating relationship. What is the term for this? Lesbi friends. It's not bad. I've gotten two close ones, apparently. All right, the answer is homance. Oh. Damn it. What? No, it isn't. Is that real? Urban Dictionary. According says, oh, Urban Dictionary. Forgot the game. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? That is incorrect. All right. It's a good question. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> <laughs> the belief that when high, you can speak two or more languages. The belief that when high, you can speak two or more languages. High on weed? What? How is that? Could be, that possibly be the answer? It's got to be like by Lidwell or something, you know. The belief that when high, you can speak two or more languages. And you got to beat the chat box. That's the uh, chat box has it already. Do they speaking in cotton tongues? Um, I can't pronounce this person's name. Uh, D a h g f d for w r e says highlingual. Highlingual correct answer. Correct. I knew high was part of it, and I I couldn't, I'm, like, I'm like, high translation, high, <laughs> I couldn't come up with it. 420, bro. <laughs> Fucking stone, bro. 420, bro. That's Go all ahead. I say. All right. A burp that is laced with vomit usually occurs when you've had one too many, and it has become difficult to distinguish between the two. A barp. Good answer. They actually have a different one, though. I will take that. You'll take that? I'll take it. Oh, oh! if we're taking random answers, then my answer for that is called a lumpy. 
<laughs> That's when the burp is a little lumpy. And you yeah, don't you know see exactly Joe took a lumpy last night right I, in the middle of 34th Street. I think that's better than the Urban Dictionary Thank you. term. <laughs> All right, another point. <laughs> the action. <laughs> That's the more karate kids. Verp? Is it verp? Verp is the Ste- correct uh, answer. Kyle and Stevie, both up on the lingo of the kids today. You guys are the best I around. See, I, I think, I think that Lumpy now. should trump verp. Johnny LaRusso's going to fight. It's not the answer. All right. This is, the, this is a hard one. The female equivalent to the cock block. The female equivalent to the cock block. Cunt punt. <laughs> Very good. I like that. That's not right, but I will cunt punt I'll all of you clit if you show up at the party. You get a point. Clit shit. Nah, you get no points for you. Chooch plooch. Clam slam. Cunt block. Very close. Whoever said clam slam. Really? I don't know who this person is on the chat box, correct, but hats off to Larry for you, the sir. The correct madam. answer is clam jam. <laughs> is it? Clam jam. Oh, I see. All right, let me move on to something a little less vulgar here. <laughs> clam jam. Quit clam jamming me. What the hell are you doing? Clam jam. Why are you clam jamming me, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> any, any woman that says that's the Marion County. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Black Betty, clam jam. Thank you, sir. Let's Madam. Bring, Amazing. Let's bring it home to meet my I want you to meet my mom. Please reveal yourself because you're now writing for the show. Appreciate it. Uh, dag, <laughs> a bunch of random letters. Here's a good one. Someone that claims not to be a hipster mocks others for being hipsters, but is in fact themselves a hipster. This usually applies to all hipsters. <laughs> yeah, of course. I just want to make sure I don't screw up the answer. <laughs> As it is a uh, rare hipster indeed that will admit to being a hipster. So most hipsters are fall into this category. Uh, I will say the answer is Gregory Penn. Damn you! That was my answer! Really? You piece of shit! Oh, really? <laughs> yes, that was my answer. I wish I boarded it out two minutes ago. Is anybody here a hipster? No, you know it's funny because no, I don't think I, I. I really think I'm the farthest thing from it. And then uh, Clet's cousin was over here the other day, calling me a hipster, and I wanted to like. Smile. I'm like, just because your friends are douchebags doesn't make me a fucking hipster. Right. Let's go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> I have an 8:45 yeah. tea time. We're gonna go sail around the world. Wait, people who play so, golf are hipsters. <laughs> Tiger Woods is a hipster. <laughs> Someone who claims not to be a hipster mocks others for being hipsters, but is in fact themselves a hipster. <laughs> a shitster. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Uh, isolate that, please. <laughs> Can you grab that? Yeah. No more beer from Joe. You cut off. <laughs> You've lost headphone privileges. Well, the chat box has it if you want it. Go ahead. Shoot. Hipster crit. Hipster crit is the right All answer. All right, Kyle, you are the best around, Kyle. Wait, the best. Around. I also like pitch fucks. <laughs> Tedious douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> They're just called assholes. There we go. This, this is the idiot who drives steadily oh, so along, but suddenly one. increases speed when they wake up and realize that you're trying to pass them. Oh, New Jersey. <laughs> Anyone from New Jersey. For the most part, that is true. Get the fuck out of this fast lane. Move to the right. Asshole. I'm trying to drive here. Close. You're very close. Massholes. Keep going. <laughs> what are they doing when they're Road being hog. assholes? Roadhog. You got nothing. You got judges. It's a pass hole. Pass hole. Figure fucking the shit bike. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, 
I can help you with that. Okay. Assholes. I don't like passholes. Now, I'm going to give you the term here, and you got to give me the definition. Okay, thank you. What is a banana racist? Ooh. <laughs> homophobe. And, no, and uh, Chatbox, give him a little uh, breathing room on this yeah, one. Yeah, right. I'm going to say homophobic. I won't look. A banana racist. Oh, doesn't like Puerto Ricans. Oh, it not even close. Plantain. <laughs> I was thinking about plantains. I don't know. They fry that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I was thinking about plantains. That's why I said Puerto Ricans. I, well, it was, you know what it was? I, never mind. Plantains. <laughs> Just no explanation. It was like those that. green bananas, right? Should I give the answer before everybody gets in? Hey, are these ripe? They don't look ripe. Yeah, I like my answer best. Shoot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I have Pla- no, Plantasol. <laughs> Breaking news. Paul Graziano is a banana racist. We go to Chopper 4. <laughs> Mayor Quimby. Yeah, we're over Queens right now, and uh, it's true. Banana racist. Paul Graziano. He's a banana racist? I don't know mean? what that is. Let's go. What What's the answer? Bananas? It's uh, a uh, a, dis- a dislike <clears throat> or hatred of uh, brown bananas or bananas that are currently browning. Mm. You know what I think? Uh, plantain. I think Urban brown. Dictionary should be shot into the moon. Brown bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing terrible at this game. It's he no one's like got one. Bananas. I don't think. I, I think yeah. no one's got anything. All right. Uh, the, you know we're squares, or they're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the government's watching this Urban Dictionary website right now. <laughs> Fucking send send the drones. Room 641B. Take notes. <laughs> yeah, right. Here they come. They got a raid array. Conan's got the inside on the Urban Dictionary. Uh, so I'll wrap this up soon then. Right. Uh, the act of arranging bacon strips on a frying pan in the most efficient way possible given the dimensions of your pan. There's a video game reference to this. Tetrising. Yeah. That's pretty good. Bacon Tetris. Wow, it? very good, Mike. Good, Mike. Yeah. There you Thank go. You. You did the best. I finally got one. Around, you stole it. Gonna ever I know. You know, it's funny because I'm thinking. I, I as you started saying the question, I started imagining myself putting bacon in a pan and and making the most out of this space I had. When it comes to bacon, you're hardly ever wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that. That's what yeah. you say. E- ba- What's an evoid? An Is that a uh, uh, page that won't load on the internet? No. <laughs> An evoid. <laughs> it's a chick you avoid. Is that the keep uh, going? Keep going. On, it's a girl you don't respond to her emails or Facebook. texts or the or got Facebook. It. That's right. Oh, I thought it was when um, you pretend you're not online. For, I thought it was the Domino's yeah. Pizza mascot, the evoid. It's when no. somebody or oh. somebody annoying from high school. Or when somebody annoying from high school tries to get in touch with you on Facebook. Avoid the e Pretend you left the computer on and walked away. <laughs> he ruins pizzas, that fuck. <laughs> fucking annoyed. <laughs> fucking asshole. Hey, Noid! What is your problem? Hey, Noid! Why are you ruining my pizza for? What I do to you, Noid? Son of a bitch. I got nothing. I got nothing to you. Got pepperoni all over my carpet. It's not dispersed properly. <laughs> oh, you're getting a banana in your tailpipe. <laughs> Two edge. All right, next question. Uh, Pat, what is a pepperazzi? Pepperazzi? Oh, yeah. I think I know. Somebody, somebody I know takes pictures of their food and posts it on uh, Face or Tumblr. What are those people called? Uh, I don't know. Foodies, yes. Foodies. But you are right. Mm. Oh, he's right. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> if anybody's looking for uh, <laughs> fun Tumblr fun, I thought it was a uh, uh, photographers that only that only took pictures of, of actor Barry Pepper. 
That, that is also acceptable. Thank you, you. Give yourself a point for that. There's a Tumblr called Pictures of I'm a, Asians I'm taking a Sobolotsky. I only take pictures of Barry Sobel. <laughs> and here's, here's Mike, and Barry Sobel's like walking out of his apartment. Nobody's around. He's like, Mr. Sobel, Mr. Sobel. And the flashes are going on. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> still rapping. What the fuck's going on here? Thank you. Uh, when it comes to social networking, what is left fielding? Uh, is, is that he, like uh, when you when you uh, bring up a, a subject that has nothing to do with what uh, you're talking about? That's exactly right. Really? I nice. was going to say when you ask somebody you haven't talked to in months for coke. <laughs> right out of left field. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And then somebody else comes along and says, I got you. Yo, what's up, bro? Call me. Call I'm me kind bro. of a retard. Here's the last one. <laughs> Uh, when a city or town specifically zones an area for adult business, Party Town, USA. There's a, there's Porno a, zone. There's College a, Point. There's an amusement <laughs> College Point. Not bad. Not bad. I like it. It's very close. College Point, Queens. <laughs> Thank you very much. Very good, Joe. <laughs> All right. There's an amusement park theme, uh, theme to this. Um, Epcot. <laughs> yeah, you're in the area. Great adventure. It's a wordplay on a famous amusement park. Mm-hmm. Something. It's an amusement park. Well, let's uh, let not have <laughs> Atlantic yeah. City. Six beers instead of six flags. The correct answer is Disneyland. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what? That Fuck. A, that was a chop, yeah. <laughs> I like the game. I don't like Urban Dictionary. What's the beef, Chief? <laughs> <laughs> and you, I, I had to filter through a lot of, <laughs> a lot of garbage just to get this much. <laughs> Drug chooch. <laughs> We're gonna be a drug chooch next week, and uh, I don't know. I think I. Chooch Charlie is the uh, name we hear. Wait, I had hey, some you're, you're plugs. Next week? Uh, John Donati Cobb said he was gonna send me the plugs, but I haven't seen them show up. No plugs. No, no. We're here next week. Oh. I have inspirational words from his wife. She says, go out and have a good show, fellas. Oh, thank you. And uh, I think they're playing this Saturday, but he didn't send it to me, so what can I tell you, man? I can't plug shit without the infos. What are they playing? I think they're playing this Saturday. Yeah, I just said. Badminton? <laughs> the Backburners. They're having their EP release show, so if you like the Backburners, I think it's at the gutter on Saturday. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's where it is. So Google that shit. Plug this is right. Oh, somebody's calling. Slim Goodbody. Epcon Center. Yes, call. You're on the air. Hey, it's John Todd. I was just calling you. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up, man? Not much. I was just listening. Um, yeah, we're playing a free show this Saturday, so tomorrow, at uh, Single Cut Brewsmith in Astoria. It's that new brewery that opened up. Okay. And then we've got the EP release um, that we did with Nick Vivid. It's also Nick Vivid's. One year anniversary of his um, record label and recording studio. Uh, we're playing that with uh, the Master Round and Bikini Car Wash. Oh, nice. We've also recorded with them. That's cool. going to be the 29th, so the last Saturday in June. Of course, Dave's band, the Mess Around, and that's the last Saturday in June. And what's the name of that place? Uh, the last Saturday in June, that show is at the Gutter. And the right. one that's this weekend is a free show. It's at a Single Cut Brewery in Astoria. All right, there you go. Go see the back burners. Thanks, John. Uh, anything else? 
Uh, no, that you guys are having a great show. I oh, haven't thanks, heard in man. a while, and I'm homesick listening to you. You sound terrific. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. And uh, g- good luck. Everyone on the uh, the Backburn is one of the bands we played where people actually in the chat box uh, not only did not hate it, but uh, were screaming for more and loved it. So. <laughs> We're happy about that. Well, we're definitely. You know, you're definitely getting a copy once we get these. Uh, once we get these presses finished, so we'll bring one to you. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. Thanks. And Excellent. please put, Take care. put a little more effort into the record than you did the stickers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. All right, John. Thank you. And uh, that's John from the Backburners. Go see them tomorrow and uh, last Saturday in June. And what else? I think June. Um. Oh, no. That's it. I, I hung up I on you already. listening to Live from the Barrage. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I thought, Take care. I, I know you're still there. You freaked me out. <laughs> there he goes. Anybody have anything else to uh, say? No. No? All right. I had a good time here. Uh, you had a so good time, funny. Joe? Thanks for joining uh, yeah, us. absolutely. All right, man. I hope you had Enjoyable. Cool. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll, next week we'll have everybody back. We'll see. Dave's situation is uh, precarious, and uh, you, you never know what's going to happen. And we'll have our anniversary show next week if he's if he's here and we have a lot of stuff hopefully (laughs) hopefully my house isn't flooded a lot of stuff and if pat's house is flooded i mean i don't know man i I don't know what to tell you i feel so bad we're gonna have to have a thursday night show for that i think we're all going to orlando to epcot center (laughs) 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 mr king they get good german beer over there (laughs) (laughs) mr king uh talking about john cobb saying i'm on my deathbed so i got a chance to listen to your show yeah thanks Uh thanks a lot john cobb (laughs) 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 i haven't had a chance to listen but now i'm shitting my pants and I can't leave the house. I'm tuning in. Sure yeah. that I could download and put Ed my phone and carry with me anywhere Sunday. and anywhere. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Doing this. And go see, uh, go to, uh, you know, fuck Mr. King. Don't go to his website. He's uh, a real sour ass in the chat box tonight. Let me tell you. He, smooth out sour he's, ass. He's uh, Debbie Downer is what I say. <laughs> All right. Yo, the sign is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. Dude, fuck!